Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. The following program is presented by the Nerdy Show Network, geeky programming for all nerds across the multiverse. All Nerdy Show programming is made possible by... A comic shop, Orlando's number one comic shop and nerd destination, and with the generous support of listeners like you. To learn how you can support this and other fine geek programming, visit nerdyshow.com. For those of you joining us for the first time, Bad Storytellers is a podcast about a small group of amateur writers who submit and critique each other's work as well as discuss the written media we consume. It's like a book club but with a wider focus. Our group submissions are shared on our website, badstorytellers.com, and you can download them there if you'd like to read along with us. Additionally, we also accept your submissions for critique. If you would like some feedback with the same candor that we give each other, send in your submission to badstorytellers at gmail.com. Entries must be 10 pages or less. Additionally, at the end of each show, we roll the dice, pick three genres, and come up with a movie idea. Once we decide upon a name, we record the trailer for your listening pleasure. Enjoy. Hey guys, welcome to Bad Storytellers, a podcast about a small group of writers in Titusville, Florida. I'm your host, Josh LaForge, and with me today is Liam Malone. Hey everybody. Doug Banks. Hello. And Max Wessel. Hi. We typically start the podcast by discussing uh, the media we've consumed and the time between this and our last meeting, and then we move on to uh, our own writing examples. It's going to be a little different this time because we've had a very short interval between recording our last episode and this episode. So we're going to instead, we're going to talk about the very little amount of media we've consumed, and then we're going to talk about uh, the roadblocks we're coming up against in our current writing, and we're going to throw them back and forth and, and, and try to work them out here. But at the end of each episode, we are going to roll the dice, find three genres, talk about how they could be a film, and then record the trailer. So we've got a couple of retractions. Mm-hmm. How uh, many? Four. Oof. I think the better episode has. It's more good to do right? retractions. Yeah, I, I, I do know, like. But I, I do just, like I'm, doing. I don't know. I'm, I'm looking for like a lack of errors. I want to be a good infield. Oh, well, or a comedy well, 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 of errors. Well, they're usually not errors. It's usually stuff like like we forget. Like I forgot the name of that actress, which I'm sure you got. The I'm first sure one, that, uh, yeah. the main actress in Broadchurch. Her name is Olivia Coleman. Ah, she's yes. also Mitchell and Webb and yeah. Hot Fuzz. She's great. She's and I lovely. still have that weird crush on her. Yeah, you still do. And the first book in the Uplift saga that I was talking about is called Sun Diver, and I think it's probably about. Dolphins. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like it. Based on that, yeah. Um, and Doug was right that the new Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon Netflix movie movie is a film, not a TV show. Okay. Um, but interestingly, I didn't realize it's being directed by Yen Wo Ping. Yes. Yeah. It instead of uh, Ang Lee, mm-hmm. right? Well, didn't so. well Yen Wu Ping did the all the choreography for the first film. So, yeah, yeah, he did know. the choreography, and he's directed a few films uh, in China. Like uh, what's the one with Jet Li and the other guy? The where they're Shaolin oh, yeah, the monks. With the Shaolin monks, and they become like the world's biggest badasses. This is another attraction. Yeah, it, I forgot what it's called. It's like do, it, it, Twin Warriors is what it's called. Okay. Do the yeah. right thing. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it was. Yin Ping also did all of the choreography for Team America World Police. <laughs> Doug, those he's were a, those were puppets. He's, he's, he's officially credited. credited. He's credited. He's officially credited. That story is pretty funny too. Yeah. Where they're just like, "Hey, can we say you directed these puppets slapping together?" Like, yeah, <laughs> fuck yeah, I love South Park, <laughs> but you know, with a Chinese accent. 
And Liam was right that the definition of third-person limited is that the reader only has access to the thoughts of one character instead of any character. Well done, sir. Yeah. I have a degree in literature. <laughs> Your parents I, are so proud. I, I paid a lot of money to know that one thing. I did. I paid nothing. I learned it now. <laughs> we, we Pass the savings on to you. How you I like degree, them apples? I got a degree in literature, therefore that's why I'm on this podcast with five <laughs> listeners. <laughs> All right. So what did you guys watch and uh, consume? In these four days. I finished the first season and second season of Fresh Meat. Kind of went on a binge of it. Weird British comedy. Um, if you like un- like a Judd Apatow's we talked un- about, yeah, Undeclared. Yeah. It's it's Undeclared, but in Britain. Now that you've finished it, do oh, you no. have... It, There's two more seasons. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I only finished the first two seasons. All right. Now that you've... But now they're that British you've... seasons, right? So that's like 12 yeah, they're, episodes? No, they're 10. They're 10 uh, episodes. Okay. So have you developed any feelings about it since then? I really like it, but it's definitely not for everyone. I mean, the jokes are really insular, and it's a lot of just like sleeping around and being weird. And okay. they make, But they make fun of a posh guy a lot, and making fun of posh British people just hits a spot in me that makes me feel so good. It's because you're American. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> you're not a posh British person. It's the best. <laughs> because you look at all British people that way. And that's it? It's been, it's been four days. Yeah, yeah, it's been four days. I'm just asking. Yeah, um, yeah pretty much. Uh, no, I also I watched Rockstar with um, Mark Wahlberg. Mark Tom, Wahlberg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Last Ooh. night. And I had a good old time doing that. The movie it's, is very silly. It's so – I like room. how it just it just goes into grunge. He like, oh, yeah, no, and this guy invents grunge in Seattle. <laughs> he like, makes no sense. It's just – it's such a great, weird little movie. Jennifer Aniston's good in it. She's fine. What about you, Doug? Uh, I watched the season premiere of the new X-Files miniseries. Oh, I want to watch that. that. I haven't let's seen hear, that. Let's hear it. It was pretty fucking cool. <laughs> I was like, I got to say, <laughs> I, I'm like, I like X-Files. Like, I grew up watching some of it. Um, I saw the movies, you know, and always just was like, ah, oh, this is a really cool little universe, you know? We should we should probably let it be known for the record that your wife is, like, the biggest X-Files fan. Yeah, but that, honestly, that didn't have a sway on me whether I liked the show or not. Sure. Doctor Who's a great example of that because <laughs> yeah. she loves Doctor Who and I'm just sort of, eh. Are you a alien or a monster of the week X-Files? Well... I hate the alien stuff. I love. You know, I love the monster of the week. I, 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 I do like a lot of the monster of the week stuff, but mm-hmm. I, I do appreciate the alien mythology that sort of ties it all together. Um, going into like the movies and stuff, like the first movie, Fight the Future, was just the alien mythology, and I'm like, this is okay. And uh, I hadn't seen any episodes since the show went off the air. Like I just, I, I wasn't. It didn't consume a large part of my life. So when uh, X Files, I want to believe, came out, the second movie. Um, I saw the th- I saw the movie I've in never theaters. Seen that one. Well, I, I see. Here's the thing: I saw that movie, and I was not that familiar with the mythology, how it all ended. Like, I wasn't familiar with how the show ended. Yeah, I, I haven't watched anything past six seasons. So, uh, so when I see, I want to believe. I leave the theater going, that was kind of cool. It was really dark, and like mm-hmm. it was, you know, like a mystery and everything. And Nina, my wife Nina, was like, I hate that. Like, I hated that movie. I'm like, why? I thought you loved X Files. She goes, that was nothing like X Files. And I'm like, what are you talking about? So I started rewatching the show, and I went through th- the first three seasons, and I went. Oh, this yeah. is nothing like the show. And it was Monster of the Week, the movie. And that might might have been why I liked it. Okay. So there wasn't a lot of mythology. But this I, show I, I gotta tell you, I cannot stand anything having to do with Mulder's sister. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just, I just hate I never got care. that I never got that deep. I know he cares about trying to find her and stuff, but I never, but they no, never it ties whole, into the yeah. alien mythos. Although the know, Mulder is yeah, Mulder. But, the baseball yeah. the alien baseball episodes. Oh, oh I love that I alien love baseball those. episode. Yeah. But anyway, I like this I like I like I just like baseball, man. Well, yeah. This new show, I'm not going to spoil anything other than 
I'm not gonna spoil anything. It's not even other than, but just yeah. I'm, I'm just gonna tell you how I feel. Is that uh, being a guy who's kind of on the outside of the show, only has a passing familiarity with the original TV show, and I, I like the movies. It was freaking great. You don't really have to know anything going in. Like even if you've never seen X Files yeah. before, it kind of sums it all up, and you just go into it. This show takes off with a bang. Like I mean, it's it's six episode miniseries, so it's gonna be tight. You know, like moving right, through this right. entire story, and I'm really looking forward to like where they take it. They present new theories that unify everything like any loose end that i felt as as a watcher in terms not even for like personal but like how could you have werewolves and aliens like how's this all whatever and how what about this black goo and everything they had this this whole new take on it that feels modern fresh and made it feel new and, awesome because um, that was my worry was in the 90s it was hey the government might be watching you and now we're like yeah Dude, yeah, they do. They, 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 the government yeah. is watching. No, yeah, they go that. full that's, force I've heard that's addressing a, that. I've heard that's a huge focus of the new season. Okay. It completely is. is. Post, guys, post Snowden. I know you guys like other podcasts, uh, X Files Files with Kamal Nanjiani. Mm-hmm. He goes episode by episode and he gets like the writers and creators and everything. Mm-hmm. Dude, and awesome. it is amazing. I will check that out. We'll yeah. link to that on the, on the show yes, notes. Yes, please. Anyway, but um, yeah. I, I'm, I am so looking forward to it. It's going to be on every Monday night, so I'm going to be missing the next two because I'm here with you, Jokers. So. Do you think it's on <laughs> – is it going to be on the Hulu? The next, the next hey, one. It is on – There's nothing funny about me. It is yeah. on the – they will have it playable the next day on Fox's website, so I'm going to just go watch it in, in browser. Okay. Um, I can do that. Yeah. Yeah, I know we want to watch it tomorrow. Yeah, it was, dude, it was cool, man. Budget was up. The story was moving. They got a plan, and I'm we're anxious in, to see where, I mean, where, where it goes. We're, we're, we all like X-Files. I oh, like yeah. X-Files. Yeah, yeah, okay. The only thing I will disagree with is it out of the Pacific Northwest, because I like my shows to have every country based in, like, Seattle and Oregon. Like the, oh, I mean, once they uh, moved it to L.A. or whatever? Like, I just mean, they like, the show? they're like, oh, we're going to Florida, but it's you can tell it's still Oregon. There's mountains in the back. Yeah. Or Vancouver. Like Stargate. <laughs> we're in Miami. Yeah. And it's Vancouver. We're in Georgia. So yeah. you, you like Twin Peaks to see it's like, it's very... I've never like, seen Twin uh, Peaks. I know. That seems like uh, something you would really dig. I tried, yeah, I tried but when people it. tell me that, I don't. I, I, love I tried Twin watching Twin, Twin Peaks with my significant other, and she's like, we got through like three episodes, and she's like... Do you like the show? And I was like, Yeah, <laughs> I really do. It's uh, and she's like, she's like, I, I really don't want to watch anymore. I'm like, I totally understand. Yeah, yeah. I it's, completely understand Twin, why Twin Peaks is a weird show because the thing I think that made it originally popular was this mystery. But the reason I keep going back to it is just how fucking weird that show is, and every choice really ahead of its time. Oh, f- they fe- it feels like the wrong choice, and it feels like it's too self-aware, and it feels like it's it's a meta comedy on these kind of like suspense mm-hmm. and thriller things, and it, it, it invented like the high drama. There's before, nothing like, like time it. Of that. Like lost, yeah. lost, t- like jerked off to Twin Peaks. Yeah, every, don't every even, day. I don't even up. get me started on Lost. So Max, what have you watched? I watched two things, and one I'm really excited about, and one. You're not. I just enjoyed. There's yeah. a show on Netflix. It's a um, Norwegian show called Occupied, mm-hmm. huh. and it is fucking amazing. I thought you were going to say Lillehammer, and I was like, I like, no. I, I enjoy Lillehammer. <laughs> it's about a. I'll give it a little bit. It's in the future, and the U.S. has become self-sufficient in energy and drops out of NATO, and is like, we don't care about the rest of the world. Mm-hmm. So the European Union is forced to move to Russia because of an energy crisis, and Norway says. The environment's really fucked up, so we're not going to produce oil and natural gas anymore. So the European Union and Russia are like, hey, we own your country now. Turn your oil back on. And it goes from there. Okay. That's uh, spooky. It is amazingly well done. It's just cool. The graphics are great. I'll check it out. It's very good. It's on Netflix. It's called Occupied. 
it's all in Norwegian with English subtitles, so Perfect. you really have to actually pay attention. <laughs> it's not something you can like write and watch. And then the other thing, I just needed like a brain dump, so I watched Hot Tub Time Machine 2, <laughs> and I love the fuck out of it. I've never seen the first one. <laughs> the I've first one's great. okay. I've heard it's good. The, the first one was like trying because they had Cusack. They had a little more. They're like, go for it. The second one, they have Adam Scott, and they're just like, fuck it. We got a bunch of funny dudes. We're just going to fuck around, and it is amazing. <laughs> awesome. Any new uh, Turtle Love you, uh, you're reading or can recommend? Yeah, well – I used to read Turtle Dove on my lunch, but now I'm photocopying during my lunch, so I get less of it. But I'm still trying to work my way through the series, and I don't have time to start anything else. I really enjoy getting paid more, <laughs> but it's like <laughs> five times the work I usually do in a week. Sure. Yeah. But Occupied and Hot Tub Time Machine 2, I enjoyed the fuck out of. Completely different things, but right. check out both. As for me, I am still working my way through Deep Space Nine. Still getting better. I like. I'm near the end of the third season. I saw a really good episode where um, Jake and Cisco build a sorry. Cisco builds a light sail machine, and then he and Jake just go to see if they can make it to Cardassia from DS9 in this light sail machine. And it's a really good episode because it's the first time ever that I believed <laughs> that Benjamin Cisco was a father. <laughs> like, who let him do that? He's a military officer in a. He's in charge of DS Nine. How's he gonna just? Yeah, like, who's gonna stop him? Also, the Federation. Let's not. Let's like be honest. Is not a real military organization. No, They're not yeah. set up that way, and it, it's yeah. very purposeful. In how the, like, in how the can the Federation simultaneously care very much about Deep Space Nine, yeah. but also not care and call it's, it Deep Space Nine? It's hard to. <laughs> it, well, it's it's weird because also you can't have a strong military. They don't force. own it. Yeah, it, it, they're it, renting it, it. It's it's the the, yeah. the they're they are overseeing it. For the Bajorans, so there's a lot of Bajorans there, um, and they took it away from the Cardassians. It's part of a, it's a very complicated. Well, then why don't piece. why don't they like have why don't they just post like a galaxy class starfighter outside and be like any any fucking Cardassians want to show up, we're going to blow them away because the Cardassians can be there faster with more people, and it would violate the peace treaty. But there's a couple episodes, yeah, where it's, they do. it's a yeah, lot yeah, like it's not. It's a lot like um, – I mean I guess I shouldn't question since I'm not watching it yeah, yet. It's, it's, not, a, it's a lot like West Germany where like we occupied West Germany for like a decade. Yeah. We just had troops there. One, because it, it needed to be a transfer of power from from uh, from the Nazis, but also they were terrified that the Russians would invade. Yeah, it's, well, it's, it's basically the Federation is there to make sure that the Cardassians adhere to the peace treaty. So the station is under Federation protection, but there's very little Federation presence there other than okay. the people there. But still. So, so it's to help the Bajoran provisional government post-occupation reestablish itself because it, it it's right near the planet of Azor. He is in, in this command. Is real, I'm sorry for this conversation. No. <laughs> this is terrible. He is in command of a very very iffy diplomatic he has an situation. Job, is very, what I'm important job. A very important. And job. no one but else yet, yet he can fuck off and they'll you know. No one else is going to get there in time <laughs> if he f- dies in a light sail machine. And also, I mean, pretty much everybody. I mean, Major Kira can do everything he can do. There's no the only thing she can't do is in is be a direct liaison to Starfleet. Okay, who's the next guy? Is it like yet Chief O'Brien's going to take over? And he's like, hey, Starfleet. Oh, they would hate that. I'm in command. <laughs> no, because he'd be like, we're invading Cardassia. We're doing like, it. We're going to take these damn Cardassians. And no one could do. Fucking no one could do heads. anything. <laughs> what would it be a month before anyone could get there? And exactly. Stop him? Exactly. Let's make that show. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it, it's getting better. It's getting a lot better. Um, yeah. There was a really good Derek Odo episode. It's it's good. I'm enjoying it. I also uh, started reading Star Tide Rising, the second book in the Uplift War about dolphins. 
Yeah. So you're working your way backwards? Yeah. No, I'm not going to read the first one unless the second book gives me a good reason to read the first one the same way the third one gave me a reason to read the second one. But so maybe. It's interesting because the, even the, the second one starts with them having left the Space Hulks that they discovered with the secret and they're just like on some planet and everybody is in the sky above them having a major interstellar war to see who gets to get them. And they're just and like these are the dolphins or whatever. Yeah, the, well, there's humans on the ship too. But what? Did, so, can you finally explain like the dolphins? Are they? Are they? Is it a spaceship that's filled with water and there's dolphins in it, or is it like? Y- yes and no. Um, yes, it, it mostly like so. Okay, the bridge is a giant orb that's near the front of the ship that is filled with oxy water. So it, it, it's enriched oxygen, like in the movie Abyss. Mm-hmm. But both humans and dolphins can breathe it. Ooh, okay. Yeah. So, so and pee in it and poop. Well, I, I assume it's, they don't say that. In the book, but <laughs> that's yeah. my first image. It's it, it, it's good so far. I also uh, <laughs> picked Naruto back up the manga mm-hmm. because I finally got over my horrible prejudice when I <laughs> when I, uh, I when everybody died in a huge event mm-hmm. and then they all got brought immediately back to life and Spoilers. I just I threw it away. Spoilers that nothing happened. <laughs> like, it was terrible. It was, it, was, it was a really good death for a lot of people. And then immediately they're like, yeah, you know what? You're a good person. So none of that happened. My favorite thing about Naruto, a couple of years ago when I used to work at conventions, we would drink bottles of whiskey. And then everyone who came to our table, we would ask them if they're Naruto. And that pisses anime fans <laughs> off so much because they spend months working on their like Cloud Strife costume. We're like, oh, are you a Naruto? And I'm like, well... Naruto's a person. It's not really a thing, and we're drunk. <laughs> we don't care. No, the, the worst uh, – never mind. I'm not even going to get into yeah. how to troll <laughs> anime fans. Well, yeah. <laughs> but you just need something easy when you're drunk. <laughs> but uh, there's the, – you, you said, you said the best thing about Naruto is that, and you're wrong because the best thing about Naruto is the are the fighting games made by Bandai Oh, my Namco. God. They're amazing. They're so good. They're so much fun. You don't have to know anything about Naruto, and you're like, whoa, what is happening? This That's is like, fucking great. We used to play, like, the DBZ fighting oh, games. Oh, those this are fun, is, yeah. too. Those are good. This I don't know is anything, about, anything about that, but I'm just like... Tap, 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 tap. You could even watch... You could watch somebody play these ones. Like, you watch like a, a cartoon. clip, and you're like, yeah. holy shit, this looks amazing. Like, it's it's yeah. and it's super fun and fast, and anybody can play it. It's, it's really good. Better than Power Stones? I think, yeah. I, I really do. Mm. I think it's one of the best... <laughs> Interta- most entertaining most entertaining fighting games I've ever played because there's a, a certain tolerance for I, I've, I have a very good I have a very high tolerance for games that aren't very precise as long as they're really fun okay whereas yeah. like Street Fighter if you enter if if Street Fighter became like Smash Brothers and there was a bunch of random shit that could happen I would be I would put it down forever <laughs> I would never play it again <laughs> oh really yeah. I would I would pick it up no because because the Street Fighter is about the, the the precision the precision of the, it like you tactic. have to you have to be very you're never going to throw a punch and it comes out differently like you know it, it yeah. has to be perfect every time so that way you know that when somebody beats somebody it's purely due to skill like it's like it's, chess on crack yeah it's super fast <laughs> chess oh yeah and i started i'm almost done listening to the uh dan carlin's hardcore history about king of kings Ooh, yes and that's I really good so far big fan of dan carlin yeah the hardcore history is great for anybody who, if you yeah. guys are listening to this podcast and you haven't listened to D- to Dan Carlin, you are fucking up with your life. <laughs> I wouldn't say it's better than ours. <laughs> it is so say much it is. better. It's so much better. Yeah, no, it, it's it's amazing. Uh, hardcore history is fantastic. I haven't listened yeah. to any of his common sense podcasts because I'm more. Into I like him. Part. I like him because he's not a historian and he completely admits that up front. And he's like, "But here's what I think happened," and I'm like, "Hell yeah, you said it up front." 
Yeah. That you don't know. People get mad at him about no. that. Like, they, well, because he's like, I'm not a historian. I literally am just reading the books of historians. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, that's it. I'm just, I'm taking like, books written by historians and then I summarizing. I think before there were colleges, that just made you a historian. Oh, for real. You could <laughs> just write, like, Herodotus just wrote and that made him a historian. Well, what's funny, okay, he mentions Herodotus a lot in this one. And I've yeah. read, I've read the histories and he keeps trying to defend Herodotus. Like, because because he's like, all right, the father of history, other, otherwise known as the mm-hmm. in other circles known as the father of lies, and I'm like, whoa, that's so unfair. <laughs> like, like, literally, yeah. like Herodotus has a preamble in the histories where he's like, here's what I've heard, period. Yeah. Like I like I I haven't seen it written down. I'm writing it down. Like that's that's it. Like how are you going to blame him if these stories aren't true? You know, it's like <laughs> Caesar's Gallic Wars. Everything we know about German and the Celts, Caesar just made it up to sell his it's propaganda. War. Yeah. He's like, this was a company. <laughs> Caesar's War was a company, and he needed to sell back home. And he's like, no, these guys are like 12 feet tall. They're yeah. monsters. <laughs> they only eat Roman babies. Have you guys uh, – all right. So, Max, you've read the histories, have you? Yeah. All right, Liam, have you read – I've read many a history. No, uh, Herodotus. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, no. Okay. I haven't read Herodotus. I highly recommend it. I'll link to it in the show notes. It is a – once you get past the, how how difficult it is to read the prose because it's translated like 19 times into English, it is a great read. It's a way more fun read than the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, Bible's kind of a downer. Always. Kind of. All the way through. Old Testament though? Old Testament metal. is like metal, metal as hell. Yeah, you think that's metal? Read histories. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So my favorite – do you have a favorite story in the histories? Okay. I'm just going to tell mine real quick so that hopefully people will read this. Uh, Herodotus says that there was a, an Egyptian slave named Apries. No, sorry, Amasis. His name is Amasis. Rebelled against an Egyptian king named Apries, and uh, like Spartacus, mm-hmm. like the whole story of Spartacus. And he he beats them all, and he he outmaneuvers them at every turn. And then eventually, Apries is like, "Ah, oh, shit! I can't beat him in the field. So I think I'll send an emissary and just be like, hey, man, why don't you just be my general, right?'" That's like a Game of Thrones style move. Yeah, yeah, it's totally, pretty pretty yeah. smart, right? So he sends his emissary, and, <laughs> and he, he offers him that, and Amasis doesn't say anything, and he's, they're they're both sitting on horses, and the emissary is like, "Listen, I was told I got to take you back to Apries." So it says he then like lifted, he leaned to the side, passed wind, and then bid him take that back to Apries. <laughs> 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 also oh, the old days yeah also he says that uh uh the middle east is so rich with gold because during the night ants the size of dogs dig like they put all the gold on the in the sand on the on the surface because they have to dig it up to get to, to make mm. their giant ant colonies because they're fucking giant ants and then during the day the arabs run out and they just pick up all the gold <laughs> <laughs> also black men have black semen that's yeah. a, according that's to a, the book. Yeah. According to th- that. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, there's a bunch of stuff that he just like, here's what I heard. <laughs> it's, exactly. It's just, it's just like somebody grabbed him and was like, what do you know about, you know, things? About life. <laughs> what, do you, what do you know about everything going in Tangiers? And he's like, a, a guy once said this. <laughs> like, it's just, it's great. Right. So he's right, basically yeah. like the, print it. Yeah. he's like the barkeep at a tavern in D&D. It's like, what rumors have you heard around here? Exactly. It's like, well, uh, here's except, a cave. Except for he just yeah. sat down one day and he goes, uh, I should probably write all this down. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. Like, that's, History. that's the histories. History before modern history is just so cool. Like Griffins, the gold mines, they're finding a lot of dinosaur skulls near gold mines and stuff. Yeah. And they wanted to keep them secret to like, hey, there's big fucking monsters near here. You shouldn't go here. There's Griffins. And everyone's like, oh, shit, we're going to stay away from there. And then the guy with the gold was like, hell yeah. And he would just keep like these giant skeletons out in front of his gold mine. And then like Cyclops, they would just find elephant skulls. 
and had a big ass hole in the middle. I'm like, oh, that must be an eye hole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just made shit up, and everyone's like, yeah, yeah, that, right, that right. checks yeah. out. Yeah. I can't, the bones are right there, man. I can't yeah. argue with that. I feel like I feel like that's part of the job of being a modern historian too. Is just making shit. Up. Most of my history degree was learning about bias. Be like, yeah, this guy said this. Here's also what he said. He was a dick. So this is why he said this. <laughs> well, the, the, here's the problem, too, is that like people will claim it's like Hitler did this and Hitler did that. He did this because of this. He did this because yeah. of this. And it's like literally all you know about Hitler is what he said mm-hmm. and what he did. And that's it. Like, yeah. you know, like that, like you are literally just you have no idea. You're just making yeah. things up. It was a good course because like you would learn about you learn about these historians like the um, the communists historians marxists and they're like no we stand for everyone but women and black people should stay in the kitchen and then you'd have the women come in and the the black marxists and they're like well actually with this and the other marxists are like get the fuck out of here we're trying to do proletariat like we are the proletariat and they're like (laughs) meanwhile uh, karl marx he had no idea people would take this so far well he he didn't work a day in his life he was rich he was just like sitting in a coffee shop talking about things might be better if they were done this way and then lenin's like yes (laughs) blood in the streets (laughs) so who would you rather kill. hang out with, though? The hipster in the coffee shop or Lennon? Yeah. Lennon sounds like he smoked too much jet from Fallout. Yes. <laughs> he couldn't have. That's made from Brahmin dung, and Brahmins aren't real. <laughs> that's true. He's All- just shiny and chrome. Also, also that's another good uh, hardcore history. Listen to his World War One. Oh, jeez. Uh, I love the shit Actually, out of World War I. My, my favorite, uh, there's a YouTube channel called The Great War, and it's mm-hmm. a week-by-week week breakdown about what happened in that World, one, yeah. World War One exactly 100 years behind some of the shit is insane yeah it's so wow. like it's so detailed it's like 15 minutes on a week every week yeah. and they're like and this is what happened in the eastern front uh nothing they sat there for three years and people just died here's yeah. what happened on the western front russia killed a lot of people yeah. like way more people than you thought could be killed and on this <laughs> front they drowned in mud oh no. oh that was the worst <laughs> that was the worst one yeah. well and there's one of the things i liked about the World War One. I, I thought mm. watching the History Channel, I knew a lot about World War One. I. I was completely wrong, and yeah, I didn't know anything <laughs> about World War One. It was it, yeah. it's a, it's incredible. I highly recommend it. I think it's great just because like you think about who the Allies were, like the British. There was a story. Um, they had like sixteen thousand Irish guys in a line, and the war was coming to an end. And like they're all going to go home to Ireland and know how to use weapons. So they made them get up out of the trenches and storm machine gun trenches. To try to kill off as many of them again, oh, so they wouldn't have to send them back to Ireland. That's how messed up they were thinking. The, like that's yeah. the thing, and that's not even the strangest or worst. And the British story. guys were just like, "No, that makes sense. Yeah, good, good call. Let's not do that." We've already had six yeah. major rebellions in the last fifty years. That's the Allies. Like we hear about the Hun and everything like that. It's like everyone was fucked up. The Turks. Oh no, Turks were insane. One yeah. of my favorite things about the hardcore history one is he really paints a good picture of the relationship between the uh, general of the armies of of Germany, yeah, and Kaiser uh, Wilhelm, and Kaiser Wilhelm. And you get just how frustrated this the, guy is at the Kaiser. Bismarck, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, God, he hated him. Like, mm-hmm. and like, what right, do you mean we're going to war? I needed to have started months ago if we were going to war, going to well, war no, man. What, what he did is like, he's like, all right, that's it. We're marching. And it, he, they unload like millions of troops in like 18 hours. Like, they, they, and they do it. And they, mm-hmm. they had all the logistics. They had all this. And one of the great quotes is that uh, once they start unloading, things get a little better with diplomacy. Like, like they get a new message, and, and Kaiser Wilhelm is like, oh, hey, we may not need to go to war. And he's like, you do not improvise the deployment of millions. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's not – sorry. No. Sorry. We're in. War happened. Yeah. <laughs> also, Germ- I, I was not prepared to sympathize with World War One Germany. Because yeah. Because they're not – because when you think of 
You think they were, the, they were the the war, the saber shaking bad guys? You yeah, know, I am like, total German. Like we definitely should have. Let's, let's just say they were put in a very difficult position. They kind of put themselves in that position. Yeah, and but, were like, "Oh, this is our only way out." <laughs> yeah, no, it's true. But it's like but there was there was also a lot of pressure put on. They were a brand new country. Yeah, yeah like they were brand yeah. spanking new, brand years new old. country, and they also they were not a country. Then woke up overnight and had were the largest economy. In the world, well, Austria wouldn't calm down because uh, Franz Ferdinand they was were, killed. And they, well, no, also before that, they wouldn't calm down because they were bleeding. To they were an empire that was bleeding. Right? They didn't death. even they didn't even like Franz Ferdinand. I know, and it's like, but if he, but they're like they're they're pissed off because like because Serbian terrorists decide to kill him, and then suddenly it's like Germany, you're in this too, and like we also, don't want to be. Can we just not be involved? Yeah. In this? Also, like, another well, weird promised. thing is, so Serbian terrorists kill the their. Staunchest supporter in yes. letting them have independence, which, which I, they, <laughs> they killed him. That is that. That's a war. I mean, like you, you can you can see how that if, if the same thing happened in America, where it's like, okay, the number one guy fighting for treatment of some kind of underprivileged class yeah. in America. So ISIS is killed, killed Bernie Sanders. Is ki- okay. <laughs> what? I'm just saying, if ISIS kills Bernie, Bernie Sanders, Sanders is not like ISIS is a pretty misunderstood <laughs> yeah. people. No, I, you were saying like downtrodden. <laughs> no, it, yeah, but no. Oh, it, I see what you're saying. But I'm saying. A divisive a figure. Poor that, example is all I'm saying. But you're saying <laughs> that most of no, them it, don't it, like. No, it, it, ISIS with anyone is a pretty yeah, bad yeah. example. If, okay, so if we had a delegate that was very extremely pro-Israel, oh, pro-Israel, okay. and then the Israelis murdered him while he was visiting, yeah. <laughs> then we'd have a huge problem. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that's that's the okay. that's the I but it's it's just the equivalent. The black hand was so poorly organized that no yeah. one was like, "Hey, that guy's our only political ally, ally on the other side. Don't kill him." They didn't care. Well, the serfs... They should have yeah, they should if have. they really wanted to be independent. Russia was the same way. Um, it was Alexander. He was like, hey, um, the serfs are getting a real raw deal. What we need to do is take all the burden off of them and make them citizens, and our country would be a lot better. The terrorist killed him in a train bomb. The terrorist, mm-hmm. I say terrorist, it was the serfs, like, freedom movement. And then his son came in, and his son was like, oh, the serfs killed my dad? 50 more years of slavery. Yeah. They killed the only guy who ever in the history of Russia was like, yeah, they're kind of getting a raw deal. Let's fix it for them. And they're like, no, he's the Tsar. We'll kill him. Well, if you Lennon. just tuned in, this <laughs> is four Lennon. Floridians talking about European history. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, I'm, I'm cutting most of this. So don't worry. <laughs> All right. Anyway, let's. So, yeah, let's talk about your guys' uh, current writing and what we're going to do to make it better. All right. Anyone, anyone got any ideas for my Hatter story? I, I know I have, to do, I have to do two things soon in the narrative, and I don't know how to do them. One, Hatter has to stop rhyming. I'm fucking tired of it. I no, definitely. It a, I think it was a cool idea, but I'm, I'm just, it's, ex- it's exhausting to do it. Where like you get to the point where he has to give some information, and then I'm like, oh, now yeah, he has yeah. to rhyme. Okay. And I don't, I don't want to do it. Now, um, and, the, and the other? What's the other? And the thing? other thing is, I don't know if it should be revealed who and what he is now or later. I think later. I, I, I think the Knights of the Round Table should be revealed much later mm-hmm. that, that who they are. And then only after that can she kind of realize that he's Merlin. Yeah. I, 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 like I said, we said during the last podcast, I, I, I pitched the idea of like, well, what if Lance has something that would cure him of talking in rhyme? Well, all right. I already I, the, the one idea came up was like, I know he wants to go to the Lady of the Lake. Well, this would explain why he meets up with Lance first because yeah. he knows he's got the thing that's going to cure him. I, but I know I, 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 I'm thinking he wants – I want to – to be cured by the Lady of the Lake. And the reason for that is, in the stories, the Lady of the Lake fucking despises Merlin. Can she just be like, oh, fuck you, stop. Yeah. 
because uh, the Lady of the Lake is the representation of the new religion in it, mm-hmm. and Merlin is so – he's old school, and they mm-hmm. butt heads a lot. How do you feel – okay, because Doug said something last episode where I thought, oh, he's the Hatter from, from Alice in Wonderland, but what if the references to Alice in Wonderland were only visual and never actually spoken? And instead of being the Hatter, he's the White Rabbit. So it's less about him wearing the hat and more about he has, I don't know, some device that looks like a watch or maybe it has the time and whatever. He has a watch. Gonna, he's going to he go to. It. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, so what if he's following him down this crazy adventure? Exactly. So yeah. what if, what if you never call him the white rabbit, you never call him the hatter, but there's the visual cue that this is, oh, this is going to be Alice in Wonderland. And then no, it's not. Uh, well, um, that's what the, the visual cue of the smile was supposed to be. All of that is. Yeah. He's. He's from he's from Wonderland, right? But then you also you, okay. Yeah. So, but the smile is the Cheshire Cat. Yeah, the hat is the Hatter. Mm-hmm. Um, he has a watch, so he's going to be like everybody. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, no. He yeah. that's he's the embodiment of Lewis Carroll. Of, yeah, of Lewis Carroll's kind okay. of idea. We're, what part we're, does we're, Morgan Le Fay play in your <laughs> story? Um, is she the one who cursed Merlin? I really, I really want Arthur to be the bad guy for some and reason. Too, uh, you want Arthur to be? I want yeah. Arthur to be the bad guy. <laughs> yeah. What, like, what if she joins up with the Lady of the Lake? What? What if she joins up with the Lady of the Lake? Who? Sorry, what Morgan if he, Le Fay. What if he joins up with Lady of the Lake? Is what I'm. Who? Arthur. King Arthur. Oh no! Oh, Lady of the Lake can't be bad. She's, she's like the Holy Spirit. Yeah, kind of the embodiment <laughs> of. Uh, so you're saying like King Arthur goes bad? They're trying to stop. Him. Yeah, and like the first thing you do would be banish his great knights because they're they're going to be the, the only people who could possibly stop him. Mm-hmm. Well, okay, that's different. I was gonna say he wouldn't really have to go bad just to be pissed off at Merlin. Oh yeah, to hate that's Merlin. True. Yeah, Arthur would just hate Merlin anyway. Oh, cool! You raised me as a perfect thing without really telling me anything. Why can't you just live me and live my life or anything? Just want to live my life. You yeah. could have stopped me, Kit, from killing my son. <laughs> the only reason I would uh, suggest... son was a dick. Yeah, his the son wasn't. Only asshole. only reason I would suggest having Lance have some something that cures him. Is because the sooner you can get rid of his rhyming scheme, the more free you're going to be to and the fast have fun. Can, yeah. when, when when he meets up with the lady of the lake, if he if he can already speak normal English by the time he meets the lady of the lake, you will have fun writing them butting heads. Whereas now, if they have to butt heads, it's going to be a fucking homework assignment yep. if he has to rhyme. So right, that's, I think, I, but what does Lance have? The option. What is no? Lance but I, I think the only option is is to have the lady of the lake cure him, um, and not to cure the whole curse, but just that. Where she's like, stop that. <laughs> is there any reason why? Merlin has to stick around. Yes. Because because he's the only one who can travel. That's definitely the rule is he's the only one who can travel. Okay. I was going to ask because because if if he gets in some kind of trouble and maybe Alicia gets the thing that allows her to travel and then by just by chance she starts making connections and and these people know each other and like she meets Lance through him but now he's gone and then she and Lance go somewhere and then they meet some somebody that Lance is like this guy looks familiar I don't I don't I don't know why and then they have to like work together I, to figure and out. I, I definitely want the reason why all of them stick around or even go in the first place mm-hmm. like they're like I have, I have no idea what I want it to be Alicia where they're like there's something about you mm-hmm. I'm going to follow you because I, ha- I have to. Lance is like, hey, I, I want to touch your butt. And she's like, well, I'm going this way. And he's like, all right. So all right. am I. As long as you're <laughs> yeah. in front of me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what if uh, – But I but I also need to I need to find curses for the rest of them. Now, the, well, here's, here's the thing logistically you're going to have to think of too is are they all going to jump through together? Like, you know, because at some point you're going to have ten of them like, all right, everybody, here's the deal. <laughs> that we did this last time. You don't know, but this is how it's going to work one at a time. You know, like it, it's – so – 
is there a place that they can send each of them after they meet them? Does Merlin have to be the person who sticks with her, or can it be somebody um, else? Can it be a cat? But, I, 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 well, I was I was thinking they would they would continue to jump together, but he would be like, okay, you all have to stay here now mm-hmm. in this spot. And we'll come fetch you after I, we find whoever we're supposed to find here. Yeah, if you got a way for it just to be, because it should primarily be probably her and one other person, yeah. right? Like that's a better. If if Lance isn't curing Merlin's speech problem, why is he there? Like, why is he meeting? He was him just there? the first jump, mm-hmm. and it's it's random each um, time, or just or... yeah. Uh, the whole thing is part of part of Merlin's curses. He's been stricken pretty dumb. Mm-hmm. Like he has near unlimited magic power. And only vaguely remembers how to use any of it anymore. Oh, that is the greatest fear of like a smart person. Is yeah, the, and that that's part mind. of the part of the rhyming stuff too. Yeah. It's just to make him sillier and weirder and less effective. And I I almost want to like bring up when he's cured of rhyming, um, where he's like, oh, I can I can do like proper spells now because I was having to like make shit up to kind of like get stuff done. Would it be more interesting if it's Lancelot who? is cursed with rhyming and he's the one who leads her in there and then has to introduce her to Merlin. He's like, this is Merlin. I've got to save him. He's, and he's just like, because Merlin's the one who can solve it or whatever. Right. But but he's, but he's just, Merlin is not the guy he was and they have to work together to, who would be a better knight for that? Like he jumps out of the mirror and she's like, what the fuck? And he's like, listen, we got to fix shit. I just, the only thing is Merlin has to be the prime mover. I, I can understand that, but my problem is is the randomness of just where he goes. Like, yeah, what, why, what, what, what did he expect when he goes through the mirror? If he's trying to get to Lady Lake to cure himself, and he shows up, oh, he's not. Is, he doesn't know he's going there. I think we're looking. Then at he's, just, well, then he's, he, just, well, he's just he's yeah, hopping. He, he's just hopping because he knows he's not supposed to be I think, where he I is. I think we're looking at this too closely. I think we need to zoom all the way out. Like, we need to say. Who's the main character? What's her problem? What's resolved by the end of the story? <laughs> like, you know, uh, like that's the one. It's Alicia is the main character. Two, she finds herself not her own dimension, and Merlin can't control where he goes. Yeah, because when he gets there, he's, she's like, "Where are we?" And he's like, "No, uh, yeah, I don't right, know. right, right. Let's well, go find out." But what's when I say her problem? I don't mean the her problem physically or or, or plot wise. I mean like her personal problem that needs to be solved. What's she? Yeah, what's she going to get by going on this adventure? Uh, we, we, don't, we don't have to solve this now. I, right. I mean, well, the whole thing like, is she's she's grieving for her parents and like. Has no direction in life anymore. So she, so she needs to find direction. Like she yeah. needs to find in, like a pur- purpose. By the end of the book, she's she's off on a new yeah. tangent. So you need to figure out what that is, and you need to f- basically get the plot of the book where what's the one big thing she comes up against that allows her to have that to realize that or deal with it. Right, exactly. So the big conflict you need to get the conflict at the end that allows her to to come to terms with that, and then you kind of piecemeal each trial that would lead to there. I think that would be a good thing at the end for, like, Arthur, where he's, like, angsty. He's like, I lost all my shit, and I don't know what to do, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, well, you don't, don't, you don't like, go evil. She's like, I don't want to be like that asshole. I better, let me Yeah, I don't want to mope around like this, yeah. like this asshole. Like, evilly mope around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm not even sure if he's evil if he just banished him because he doesn't want. Yeah, he doesn't want it anymore. He doesn't want anyone around like, him anymore. I had perfect, when we broke it, we fucked up. If he's grieving, if, dude, if Arthur is like, fuck, that's how he's grieving, that could be a deal, yeah. you know? About his son. Well, he'd be or grieving. Just, yeah, and about, about his, wife, his even, wife is gone, you yeah. know? Yeah. Like, grieving for England that got taken <laughs> over by the Normans. <laughs> yeah. Like, his view of keeping the barbarians, the Saxons out. Failed. Saxons and Anglos came in and changed the entirety of the country. Like, the country is, I died and failed. I fucking suck. Yeah. You know, it's like that's the, like country's, the, you know. the name of the country was named after the barbarians who came in that he couldn't keep out. 
And then they put a red cross on me and they told that I was a Saxon. He's like, I wasn't a fucking Saxon. So he would just be grieving for like that he that he failed, or even mm-hmm. himself, because he doesn't. Arthur is not who Arthur really was. And I, I don't know if it's a propensity of mine, but I feel like she should have an animal companion. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, what? I, I mean, okay, because you're you're drawing a lot of uh, an iguana. You're drawing a lot of parallels to through the Looking Glass. Yeah, and there's a rabbit. There's two rabbits. One's a hare, but um, and then there's then there's a the cat that keeps that keeps sticking around and stuff like that. A dormouse. Dormouse, yeah. So if if there's some kind of animal, animal companion, I, w- I would say the Hatter is that he's all those characters. That's what I'm saying. Like like maybe it should make be, him a cat. Yeah, like because no. he, he might that that would serve the rhyming better if he's like a parallel for the Cheshire Cat. I will <laughs> say if 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 you're gonna have him rhyme and be all mysterious and then she follows it, having it be an animal feels more like that. It feels like sillier, where the whole thing is it scaled. It's back. sillier for a talking cat to lead her through a magic mirror than the guy in the top. Of, oh my dear, excuse me, about me, I'm going to go through your thing. Like I <laughs> yes. think that's that's just as silly to me. Like I, like because this is a human. I'm not, I'm not trying to say. What, it, it, what, it, what, and, then, to and then more importantly, how does he interact with anything else? I'm not trying to say that um, it needs to be that. I just don't feel that he has anything in common with the Hatter, other than you calling him the Hatter. It, well, it's just again, it's just cues. It doesn't. They're not parallels. It's just illusions. Okay. And he's the hatter because he wears a hat. And I want the other guys to, to, to again, have names loosely based on. That's all, all, all fair and good. Then, But then you're, just, you, you're right back where you started with so, how so do I the, fix this? No, how do I fix it is just, one, it's, again, stage one. I got it soon got to get rid of the run then get rid of it you know it's like it's like you control the universe you could just say you yeah. know what you know what making the jump gets rid of it because because he's only cursed when he's in our dimension when he's in their dimension he has a different curse like then, he, well, then, anything then can the, do the, it then he can be a cat yeah <laughs> no, he's not gonna he's not gonna be a fucking <laughs> what then, then he can't <laughs> then he can't a, talk like, at all because he's an animal it's like what the fuck no. happened to you what if when he draws it in the sand like, when he drinks alcohol he can stop rhyming I like super drunk. I like that because he jumps into a bar and Lance is like, "You sound like an idiot. Take this." <laughs> so and there, he drinks it and he's like, "Yeah, fuck oh, it." That makes I like that. If his I like cue that. is like, or and the idea is the, the his curse is that he has to sound like a fool. Yeah. So when he's drunk, he just yeah, it would dull his senses. <laughs> that would be the ultimate. <laughs> no, he just also just sounds stupid anyway. Yeah. So it, it, so you're you're drawing a, a lot of cues for him to be a character. All the characters from Through the Looking Glass again, they're, but they're just. Red Re- they're just they're, no, they're yeah, they're just references. Right, that's a, a collection I'm, I'm of just, things. I'm just, I'm just bringing to, that up to again. one yeah. to one to, to make them a little more interesting. But two, the idea is is that again, maybe Lewis Carroll knew him, okay, or had owned the glass or so, something. So what I was, but I, but I never really want to bring that up directly. But uh, yeah, I want him to feel like Wonderland, hard. Like so, he's got to be a weird, quixotic character, and I want to, him to be very stark contrast to the rest of the knights. So. Is there a way that you can get the answer that you need for the knights by making them related to some other well-known series of books? Yes, there each. is, and that's good. Oh, yeah. That's that's what I wanted to say. <laughs> cool. That's a great can idea. Can one of them be about Ender's Game? I think that's, Maybe? that's, that's my, my, hard. Only because I want to see sci-fi thrown into your story, like, oh, like no, hardcore. That's, that, like, no, that's that's. That's on my lit like list. Like you, of, you go, you go, you go full. You I go didn't, full Wonderland. The whole thing is, I didn't, I didn't even start out with the idea of, of the Athurian Knights. I mean, the whole thing started with genre jumping. Okay, yeah. like I wanted to do a genre jumping book. So where I was, got where I and the and it was just almost an exercise of like, can a single character or a single group of characters easily jump from thing to thing, and, and so how do you use them? Is, is, it, is it a good yeah. idea to maybe then make the the 
genre they jump into, the same genre of the book that the knight yes. is trapped in or whatever. Yeah, like yeah. like like, like the, it doesn't say. have to be the world of that book. Yeah, but those kind of books. Like, yes. who would you say was the most bloodthirsty knight? Would it be like Sir Kay or? Oh, that, Sir Kay was like yeah, he was a bruiser. So that would be like Ender. Like he, his thing is that he sees. Well, and the whole thing is rather than Ender, just I'm like, just throwing sorry, that out no, there. I, I, I think a sci-fi like, book. And, and he's, like, he's Achilles. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the whole thing is it, it'd probably be like Ender's Game, Starship Troopers, right. kind of right. kind of vibe. Where um, instead of the joy of battle, he suddenly sees the other side of battle. And he's just and, like, and the first one is supposed to be like alternative history and almost like a punishment yeah. too. If that that does that the idea like where they're banished, like oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's supposed to be not the place where they're supposed to be. So then you, then and, they're, you, then, and they're not the people Well, then, then you would be. get the most peaceful guy, throw him in the fucking <clears throat> Starship Troopers, yeah. and he's like, oh, man, this sucks. <laughs> but he loves it. That was the thing. <laughs> yeah. I heard King Arthur was the greatest soldier in all of history. Oh, yeah? Where were his drops? <laughs> <laughs> so that's terrible. Anyway, how do, you, how do you feel about all Dude, the stuff we discussed? That, that last bit okay. is going to be the thing that but makes that's it. still not a plot. That's the thing. That's just a... That's just a sequence. Like it's not. It's not a. There's no resolution. You know what I mean? We it's got not rid just, of. Hey, we got rid of rhyming. We got the knights a little you better. Do we, I will get rid of rhyming. It, but the whole thing is, it's got to be. It can't seem like it's coming out of left field, and it has to be elegant. It has to be something that that feels natural. Well, I think that's the drink. Like the drink. Yeah, the drink. The, the drink. Yeah, the drink feels natural, and it also uh, just gives another thing to be like another stupid. Like he. Yeah. Hatter needs to be stupid and ridiculous. He, he needs to be that more than anything else all of the time. So I, I think your problem right now is with – basically, you, you could go anywhere with this. You've got a, a few good ideas, but your problem right now is with Alicia and why we're following her and what her problem is that, that needs to be solved by the end of the book and how. So once, mm-hmm. he's, got, once he's got all 12 nights – I'm actually not that worried about that. All right. You can, you can put a bow on something pretty easily. I disagree. <laughs> not, not, not if you're building your parachute while you're falling. <laughs> Let's put a bow on that. <laughs> no, no. I, I, especially a lot of my favorite books, the endings weren't particularly planned. Like, like I mean, what? the ending was a goal, but they they just drew a they drew a weird squiggly line to get there. That's an interesting thing. I, there's actually there's a lot of books like that that get, get recommended to me, and I hate them. <laughs> like what? Like Fight Club is that way. It, no, I've, Fight Club has a resolution by the end. You're, no, you're, no, I'm saying like of the epilogue? no, no. No, we're no, I'm saying the like authors. no. The way he well, the way yeah. he writes is he doesn't mm-hmm. he doesn't write with an ending in mind. He, he just, just sits goes down and writes. right. But it was it was a character development, and he he knew he found a resolution there. You know, like that's with, yeah. Which which you're you're saying you're just gonna hopefully come across. But yeah, she's gonna she's gonna tell me what she wants okay. and what she needs. Yeah, I I could never trust myself to do it, but that's just me. The uh, I was going to say books like Richard Brodigan, you know, like where it's just, oh, and that's the end of that story because that's where that story Richard, ended. I've never read any Richard Brodigan. You'd probably like him. <laughs> <laughs> I hated it. But, uh, yeah. What about you, Doug? Um, well, like we talked about last time, uh, my story kind of needs a B-plot to sort of beef it up. I mean, the main plot's fairly obvious, uh, but I don't really know what's going to be going on when our hero, Nick, Captain Nick, is on this planet without Christmas, and he needs to, you know, he just kind of, in passing, talks about Christmas, and then everyone gets excited to do it, so they just start doing it, and it gets, I keep saying out of control, but that's not the best thing, because out of control would mean, like, he's like, what have I done? But here, it's, like, a positive thing, where he's, like, he's making everybody happy, Mm -hmm. but they are way, like, they're not overreacting to it, but, like, they're they're just really getting into it in a way where he's like, hey man, great, you know, rock on, you know, you guys you guys do your thing. I'm just glad I could help, and you know, and they're just like, no, you don't understand. We like really needed this, and he's like, sure, sure, whatever. And uh, eventually, it just gets to this point where 
he's going to leave and uh, I, if I'm going to keep that character of the mayor who's like, hey, man, no, like I got to explain why we're so thankful and like why this was such a, a down and out place until you came and turned it around and we can never repay you for that. And he's like, look, I didn't do anything. You know, like like mm-hmm. the guy who's being thanked for really not doing anything and how uncomfortable that would be for him. Uh, other than – and then, of course, then we know that he reads the, the letters. He gets a change of heart. He comes back. He lives presence. He should kill himself. <laughs> no, he's not going to kill himself. There's probably a, a good – there's probably a good a good B plot that can involve the mayor, but I think the girl might be yeah, your best. Be yeah, no, I I do plan on trying to develop the girl a bit more as as because she's the voice of the person who doesn't know what Christmas is. And I had and a, I had a thought um, after after hearing the last episode. What if what if the mechanic isn't her father, but because she's an orphan? Oh, and, he's like the taking care of her. Yeah, and he and and that's why he's like, hey, this is going to be great. Like, we'll do this as a family. And she's like, why? Like, yeah. no, you know, like none of this matters. She, like, that that you know, you got a great point because it's like. For a lot of people, Christmas is about family and being with mm-hmm. your family. And if this little girl can't really wrap her head around that, and especially if our hero, because our hero, our hero can't be with his family either, right? But 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 that's the that's the thing. Or chooses our, not to. Well, our hero, he is choosing to be with his family, and that's why he's guilty. Mm-hmm. Like that's why he feels guilty. Maybe because, you should tell that you to know, a little girl and be like. She's like, why don't well, you just go be with your family? family. If I had like, a family, I would be with yeah. my family. No, because well, he's stuck there. They know why he can't yeah. be there because the engine's broken. But, but when his, he comes back, well, as yeah. soon as you brought up the orphan, I was like, oh, that's so cliche. That's too. And then I remember what story we're talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, that's perfect. No, it's great for a Christmas. It's great for a Christmas story. But yeah, no, I think, Christmas I, movies like not not just. It's okay to have cliche. Like they need it. it. Oh, yeah, no, they no, need yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. But no, I think having her be an orphan that definitely helps a lot. Because from her perspective, never having like, oh, it's it's about being with family. Because everybody says Christmas is about you know celebrating the birth of Jesus Christ and about being with your family. And if but, she looks, if she looks at this mechanic, like he he's like, hey, you know, you're my daughter. I got to take after you. Yeah, it's like a social care. responsibility, right? Right. Yeah. But, but she looks at it as like, this is just the next person who's taking care of me. Yeah. yeah. You know, I don't I don't feel like I'm family here. And he's like, come on, we're gonna do it. It's gonna be like family. Yeah. So on one hand, yeah, that can bring them closer together, sort of like a family. But the message of the movie isn't Christmas is about being with your family. Right. The message is Christmas is about being selfless at a time of year where if everybody is selfless, yeah. everybody wins and everyone's, you know, happy. So that that's the, that's the thing that our hero needs to learn. But when he's trying to explain it to the to the girl, she's like, "What's Christmas about?" And he's like, "Oh, it's about, you know, being with your family." And that's why he's like, "That's why I need to leave and be with my family." But then when he gets up in the air, he's like, "Fuck, that's not what it's about. Like it's yeah. about well, helping people like her." So, we were talking it was something Max said last time where he said, "Oh, it's like Robin climbing the cave and becoming the next thing." Like, what if yeah. So he becomes Santa basically at the end of the movie. I was just saying, what, what happens next year? What if yeah. it's the girl who's who's like, I you know, I don't have the mechanic is nice, he takes care of me, but he's not my real family. Like, how am I really gonna give back to people? And she's like, That's me. I'm gonna give back to everybody. Like that can work. I, I don't I don't feel like that it I mean so far, it doesn't I'm not, feel like I'm it, not saying do that. No, no, I'm just yeah, saying, yeah. Like, here's a, here's yeah. Well, no, my, an, yeah. my, the, as far as the We're ending, brainstorming here. No, folks. no, I, I appreciate <laughs> it. It's just that I feel like the ending. I don't feel like anyone's gonna. From the way I'm visualizing it, I don't think anyone's going to see the end of the movie and go, well, who's delivering it next year? Because it doesn't this matter. This is like, bullshit. <laughs> because the truth is it doesn't – because he doesn't say, you know what? I'm going to go be Santa Claus. He doesn't – he never says right, that or yeah. thinks that. He thinks I have a fucking ship full of presents and a whole planet full of people who don't have presents. I'm just going to give it to them. Not about masquerading as Santa mm-hmm. and that because that's not what it's about. It's about him being selfless, him taking a hit to the wallet – to make all these people happy, there could be a pretty sweet epilogue, though, where it's just yeah, like, you could hint at it. Oh, an after, it's like, yeah, it's like it's, an after credit sequence. Like one, where she year, just one like, year later, and it's like, hey, 
this presence again. And then yeah. you, you just see that she's found their ship that was in the Yeah, whatever. The yeah, whatever. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they're, they're I so, would you do know. five years later in this apocalypse because Santa never came back. And it just becomes yeah. a purge they, planet. Yeah. They tore each other apart. <laughs> because, oh, you have a gift. <laughs> ah, and they like kill him and just take. <laughs> it's carousel. It's yeah. time. It's festival. It's festival. Santa has forsaken us. They're like. Or what was the um, you called the world without Santa? Yeah. What were the, the Polynesian Islanders who would build planes after World War Two out of oh, Nambu? the Jim yeah. John Frum and Tom Navy? Yeah. yeah. Oh, the uh, the cargo cults. Yeah, cargo, cargo cults. Yeah. And they would like, no, we want them to come back, so we're going to build a plane, and they'll come back. They're like building Santa sleighs and stuff. Like, <laughs> please, Santa, come stop back, by. bring us things. We have one for you. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, um, it's like someone is going to have to point out to him that he's acting like Santa Claus, and he goes, "Huh." I guess you're right, you know, but that was never right, his goal. Right. That's that's kind of that's kind of the way the story is unfolding as of you know. I would like to, it could be cool if you could save the girl being the one who who because she could just like have a decent Christmas, and and some other people are like, wow, that was great, Santa's really here, and then and then next like you would never think that she's the one that does it, and then by the end like the after credits or whatever sequence, yeah. it it turns out it is her, yeah, you know who's who's picking up the reins and I guess literally, literally you know? the reins, yeah, <laughs> but like he gave her the gift of. The concept of selflessness, like yeah, she doesn't really understand why the mechanic took her in because she's she's been moved from home to home. Yeah, because yeah. the mechanic is totally selfless too, bringing yeah. in this girl mm-hmm. and also helping this stranger for no, for nothing just to get him yeah. back home. It's like so. There, that's the thing. Like, there's this planet. It, is it'd full be cool of, if he was if he wasn't employed as a mechanic. That's just his job. Yeah, no, no, no one's like. like yeah, he's what, not like employed because yeah, he's just like a guy who has things and repairs things, and he's like, this yeah. guy's in trouble. I can help him. Exactly. Exactly. Um, but yeah, it's like that's great character stuff. But in terms of like a subplot, if if he's if she's like his guide to this planet where it's like they're walking around like waiting for the thing to get repaired and he's just like – and the mechanic is like, hey, uh, Lucy, why don't you just take him into into town and he can in, you know meet everybody. And she's like, OK. And so they just go in and she's explaining like what the world is like and he's like, oh, man. And oh, yeah, it looks great here. But it actually looks kind of depressing and shitty. And then, you know, that's where it can take off from there. And she's just like, it's like this Marty's is got a, Marty's got a new crop of mushrooms. You know, yeah. Finally got him to grow in an old boot. It's like, maybe. <laughs> like, like, really like, excited about it. Yeah, when been really, old mushrooms. Yeah, maybe that's we almost even, enough for a day. Yeah. We're not going to have to eat so much dirt this year when we got this many yeah, mushrooms. Yeah. Life sucks, but we got uh, we got mushrooms now. So we're hopefully just one of these and... eggs will, will hatch and <laughs> turn into a chicken. And we'll have chicken maybe sometime in the next few months. Yeah. Um, so yeah, but uh, I'm I'm gonna figure out a way to beef up that second act because I mean we we already know the beginning. I know the end. Uh, it's just a matter of making it feel like a feature film. And if it because my goal is a feature film, but at the end of the day, maybe it's like a Christmas special on TV. Like it's kind of shorter. But, but, right. but I'll, I'll 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 tinker with it some more. See what the second act. What do you have in mind? Like sending the script to you first off. Uh, well, I, I'm not gonna like, oxygen George Clooney. Like, I'm, like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna send it really to anybody. I, I'm once I finish it, I'll most likely put it on something like the blacklist. Doug, I want to see this. So do I. You know. So, uh, but I'll put it on something probably like the blacklist. See if it can get any attention. If not, then I'll just like send it to. Uh, you know. Send it to what's his face? Vince Vaughn. No, no, no. Kirk no, no. Cameron. Kirk Cameron. Send yeah. it to Kirk no. Cameron. He he wouldn't like it. He would not like it. Why? Under plays Jesus. Jesus. This is a post-Jesus Christmas. Every Christmas is a post-Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Except for the ones that happened before. But that wasn't Christmas. That was, that was, was just December. It was called December 25th. <laughs> I wonder when the first Christmas it, it wasn't, actually was. It wasn't called December 25th. Wasn't, yeah, they didn't, call, they didn't call it that. They Soul Invictus? Yeah, it was a uh, Julian. They called it Winter Solstice. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, Max, most people, you got something for your Uber shooter. My Uber shooter 
I was thinking which about which is a better name. That sounds Uber dirty. Shooter. <laughs> yeah. I gave her the Uber shooter. Pull out your Uber shooter. <laughs> it sounds like something you'd pick up in Doom to fuck somebody. <laughs> Dune or Doom? Doom. Oh. Both. Both. Yeah. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. D-O-O-M. Ew, Dune just gross. Any kind of fucking going on in Dune just terrible. I hate Dune. Either. It's sand. It's coarse. No plot. It gets everywhere. No plot. It just, they just talk about what's going on in the universe and then it ends. He rides a sandworm. How like Spoiler alert. (laughs) Spoiler alert. That's a great book. Paul Moodine. I liked it. Anyways. Yeah, so Uber, Wadi. Uber Shooter. Wadi. Uber Shooter. Uh, my idea was, like you guys were saying, the shadowy government plot to where his next step is he's going to get a call in to some gang activity going on mm-hmm. where he gets in a firefight and kills a guy who turns out to be an undercover cop. And this government cabal points that out and be like, hey, this is fucked up. And he's like, well, someone set me up. I'm going to find out. And he finds out who it is and it's the government cabal. And they just point out how fucked up it is. And he's like, no, yeah, you're right. Which is this not is ha- terrible. He's like, he didn't realize it before because I'm thinking it's been like 20 years of hardcore libertarianism of, <laughs> what, you're, yeah. You're just, you're well, gonna, I'm thinking of more over. of like. Why, why don't, you, why don't yeah. you build the next snow crash? I don't want snow crash. <laughs> but the government is still around. The government still exists, but it's more of a libertarian bent because I'm seeing a lot of that crap coming across Facebook after my <laughs> friends. And I just, you like, can see anything on Facebook if you, if you look hard enough. Well, I try not to delete anyone or block things oh yeah oh to. you i'm so sorry I have for you to. yeah <laughs> pretty much any political conversation i just don't i like i, I mute it i don't listen that's i can't do with any any political people i just want uh. pictures of kittens and if you put if you yeah. post too many pictures of a baby i stop that too <laughs> yeah <laughs> i i don't want it to become just people i agree with oh yeah you don't want that I, either. I, yeah. I think here's yeah. the problem with political commentary on facebook is yeah. that if you were having the same conversation face to face people wouldn't act like such fucking assholes oh no there's no oh, there's no, no yeah, conversation yeah. anymore it's a meme and then someone else posts a meme and then someone else posts a meme and then someone else then posts an a argument meme, begins and then someone else posts a meme and then they call each other asshole and block each other right that's political yep. discourse on facebook but anyway so this guy finds the shadow government cabal and they just point out to him like he's like oh, i'm gonna get to the bottom of this and they're like yeah we're trying to stop this because it's really fucked up you shot a cop and he's just like oh fuck yeah we should not be just being able to hire to shoot each other i was thinking it right like having a cop who wanted power back and everything mm-hmm. and i thought a better idea of just pointing out how fucked up that would be as a society well you think about the the whole idea is very mm-hmm. vigilante it's very pro yes. vigilante right yeah like the, the initial idea like what if there was i like, I like the idea of, of, of a cop being 
the bad I, guy. Yeah, I was going to point it off because, like, the good guy. It's gone to the Supreme Court where anyone – it went to the Supreme Court in like 1830 or something. Anyone can be a bounty hunter with no training. It's protected by the Constitution apparently mm-hmm. or the Supreme Court at least that anyone can be a bounty hunter. So I was kind of posting off that to where what would the next logical step be with everyone having a gun and app technology and people becoming – And the and the same amount of ignorance and yeah, stupidity. Ignorance and the internet and corrupting <laughs> Maybe Maybe look at like crazy stories by bail bondsmen because yeah. they're bounty hunters. Yeah. You know? But I just thought that would naturally evolve into in like 20 years or whatever where you could just it, go it on and It wouldn't. I at least – I hope it's not. But your, well, your idea is you're taking – the idea is you, yeah. need to, you need to take the position of here's this idea. I'm taking it to its logical extreme to the point where it becomes – Like 10 years ago if I had said, oh, no, you're just going to go on your phone. You're going to call someone you don't know and they're going to come pick you up. Well, that's a taxi already. Yeah, like no. that. Like taxis yeah, already. But you wouldn't exist. just get in some stranger's car. That's what a taxi is. Yeah, but it's but it's, it's owned service. by a company. It's owned it's by a its service, license. Yeah. It's supposed to have. I'm, right. I'm with you. I, I see what this you're saying. Like, yeah, I'm playing devil's yeah. advocate, but I'm yeah, yeah. 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 It's, it's like, not. There are no airplanes now. There are airplanes. Different. Yeah. So wh- uh, here's another direction you could go with it. Yes, please. But just to, just to, to no to throw an idea, throw everything out. Um, what if he just gets called on a number of jobs that seem random? And then he starts noticing a common thread between them, and he's like, "Wait a minute, this is political." <laughs> like, yeah, you know, like this yeah. Is, yeah. Like, like there's some like one, someone. One of them is a district attorney who quote went bananas, mm-hmm. and you find it's like so, something wasn't right about. Turns that. Turns out he was like, drugged. Yeah, exactly. It's like and, and killed somebody that doesn't seem back. doesn't seem related, but then you find out it's somebody who changed their name and exactly. they were previously involved with this kind of thing. Oh, that because the coroner yeah. service probably wouldn't be up to snuff of the the company's coronary service would just be like. Yeah. Oh, another job. Oh. I think. Yeah. I think there's there's so making, many making, there's so many interesting places you can go with making yeah. fun of things like Uber. Great. Uber works great. Uh, Uber works great. There's it, also there's there's like a handful of really terrible things that are coming out of it as yeah. as you figure out how to game the system. Well, describe sure. me. The, 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 see that <coughs> not as bad concept as the taxi is cool. No. But what I liked about They've it was that you longer. were describing the life of a guy who has that job where he has his day job that's really boring. He's like, oh yeah. shit, I got to get to the office. So what's going to happen? Like like an Uber scenario. What if he's on his one hour lunch break and a beep comes in and it's two blocks away and they're willing to pay a lot and he's like. Shit, I could make that in two blocks back and finish my. So he's murdering on his lunch hour. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like, that's why I that, wanted to be like. And it, this yeah, is the not, joke is that it's blase. It's yeah. not Snow Crash where like, oh no, like it's just citizen cops now. No, <laughs> it's just some dude who is like, yeah, I got ten minutes. I can go stop a crime. Stop a crime. Yeah. yeah. Like I, I'm really interested in like that, like his personal journey he, well, through that, and, and when that leads to uncovering a thing. Like the moment where you're like, just when you get used to what this dude's daily life is like, yeah. you drop the bombshell and you go. Oh, this dude is fucked. Like, he, like just when you build up what the system is, then you yeah. flip it on top of him. And I like Liam's idea. We're like, you're an assassin. He's like, no, I just these jobs came up, and I just went and exactly did what I was. Someone could point that <laughs> out. And then, to do. And then yeah. they're like, that's an assassin. He's like, here's the eula. I signed this. I hit accept. I didn't read the fifty pages. <laughs> He's like, they just told me where to go. And, and of what course, to do. and of course, the the way you could start to unravel the mystery is when he goes to a place, and there's a very clear distinction of this person is attacking this person you need to intervene and protocol would dictate that he would have to use deadly force he then decides not to and see how it plays out that'd be a good way to save the cat like at the beginning like he could have killed somebody but he's pretty good and he and he manages only like to wound them and he like throws down like a card like 
or like pulls out like Convene a card that he, that, he has yeah. to, that he has to read and be like, "You've been shot by so and so. Please wait for the police to yeah, arrive." Cause not the, cause, yeah, because because yeah, because if they yeah, if you shoot him dead, then it's like self defense. It's kind of like and also, it's the little my shoulder cameras is, and shit. My question though is, does he have a uniform that he has to put on? No, is there is uh, absolutely. Not, I, no. I almost think there should be like a just a shitty. Well, he's got that sentence deliver. Like, well, like, the shitty, but that's, but that's like, the thing shitty about, delivery. Well, he's got he's got the shoulder camera. right? He's got he's got. Well, I'm just saying that ubiquitous. Everyone has one. Well, that's what I'm saying. Uh, Recording so, technology. And he's like, I am up guarding operator 08734. Cease and desist. Put your hands in the air. And I'm not saying like a, un- I'm not saying like a uniform. Yeah. uniform. But he needs to have a distinctive look or even just for the benefit of him to change. Like, one, yeah. he doesn't want blood on his the clothes he's wearing. So even just I th- a coat I think the or just benefit, something. I think the benefit of that service is, th- is that you wouldn't know who was a member. Right, so like anybody, because yeah. that, that's that's the that's the thing about gun control that people, uh, it's one of the arguments made uh, in in favor of the less good gun guy control. with a guy. Yeah, yeah. Is, is that you? Well, in favor of concealed carry, is that if more people concealed carry and you you absolutely cannot tell who has yeah. a gun on. If them. If you're basically hiring an undercover cop, yeah. So even when he approaches a situation, he's yeah. just as far but as anyone's concerned, he's just average Joe. Right. That makes it that makes it much more of a second guess for criminals to commit crime. Is exactly. What the, is what the argument because, is. because because if you're trying to kick, like in the beginning of the story, he's trying yeah. to kick down that door. If a stranger comes up, he could be attended to the building and says, "Hey yeah. man, hey man, knock it off. Are you okay?" Fuck you, and yeah. you know then then the then the problem escalates. But very easily, someone gets self conscious where it just all it takes is another human just be like, "Hey man, are you okay?" And it's like, you know what, fuck this, I'm going home. And then yeah. problems problem resolved. So that's actually a good reason to have that job and how how to keep them just in civilian clothes and just doing this. Yeah. And actually, well, the thing job, is, if I'm, this is if yeah. this has been around for a while, the thing that maybe starts tipping him off is he has to shoot a bunch of people and he yeah. generally doesn't have to. He's like, oh, hey, I'm just here to stop by. And everyone's this, like, oh. This is, this is kind of a detective novel except yeah. for you know that the detective kills people for money. but Because yeah. well, he's not – And no, his job is not to investigate. He's not supposed his, to be a detective. His, jo- his job yeah. is to not press the issue. His job is yeah. to do the service, walk away. Yeah. And, he, and it's like, well, there's, there was a – uh, and, and, and be a, uh, a reliable witness yeah, for exactly. a court case. And, and make, sure, make, sure, right. make sure it's he's always – Make sure it's always recording. Make sure he has everything filled out. But in terms of like investigating, why was this person killed? Why was this person going crazy? Yeah, not not, not your job. problem. And yeah. I feel yeah. like it would be like like a three hour computer training. You pay ten dollars a month. To be <laughs> yeah, <in the> program. <laughs> There's no. You guys keep saying like undercut. No, he's not a detective. No, no, yeah, but, yeah, that, that, but like, no, no, saying, no. The whole thing is you're he right. He becomes yeah. one. He becomes he, one. He investigates he's just something. A dude, like he can start yeah. googling and stuff and be like. Exactly. Should I be shooting exactly. this many? Is anyone else <laughs> shooting this many people? No, you're t- no, dude. Yeah. That's the way to go. Because like when I said undercover or, cop, it's, yeah, no, I, no, I, don't, you know, I understand. I just yeah. mean he's in disguise. There could but, even yeah. be like a bar that they hang out at night at. Where like, yeah. oh, this like it's pretty centrally located. We all kind of like hang out here. They, and have we a, take calls. they have a culture almost like in Looper. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm the yeah where they like they you, hang out and they're like everyone gets a call and they're like. And because they're all together, like, all right, who needs this one? Who See, needs this one? And we're like, I'm kind of broke. Looper. And they're like, all right, yeah. Jerry's got it. I, I was thinking more taxi driver. Yeah. yeah. Instead yeah. of taxi it's like, drivers hanging out. They're at, all at hanging the, out at the bar at night. And then one of them is just the, our, our, your main guy is just disillusioned. Where he's like, they're like, hey, man, come on. What's wrong? He's like, I, I shot a guy today. And they go, yeah, so did I. You know, It's like, yeah. so what? It's like, there's assholes everywhere. He's like, no, dude, something's wrong, man. Like, I feel like I. Like you know. he's he's Finn in, in well no not so, even not even I, I'm, I don't joking, wanna, I'm joking how many people, no, we're, how many we're, people did you shoot last month like three how many shoot this month like fifteen yeah and they're you like think something's yeah. weird he's like, he goes no man because I, yeah. I had I had I had thirty in one month and it's just dude yeah. people are crazy don't let it bother you and he's like yeah. no nah, it bothers it's like, me dude it's but you were crazy. you were in Atlanta then we're in Ohio yeah <laughs> this is like it's like reverse taxi driver where instead of going crazy and wanting to shoot people he's more of like he's like I got. 
something's like I gotta solve this. There's something here that I'm not allowed to look into, and it's and fucking everything around me. him is everyone around him is saying. Don't look, yeah, don't look job, into it. Like yeah. your job literally requires you to keep like legal blinders yeah. on. He's like, no, dude, fuck that. Like, there's something bigger happening. Like that to me is They're even like, more discount you know, robot. Discount and, and Robocop. It'd be, it'd be you inter- know, like we it, don't even we're not gonna pay a robot. We're just gonna have some dude with a yeah. camera on him. Yeah, and it'd be interesting yeah. if something that one of his friends is like, oh, what what you what'd you do today? And a guy's like, oh yeah, I had a weird one. And he describes it, and you can like flash back to what it is. And the guy's like. That sounds very familiar. Yeah. Something, yeah. Something's going on. Like yeah. dude in a suit, and, he was going kind of crazy. Yeah. And, and if there's a central meeting location, you get to have different personalities of the different same perspectives. job. Different perspectives. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah, like one guy's doing it because he's got to, you know, he's got kids, got to got to make that extra money. One guy just likes killing people. Oh, yeah. yeah. And he's like, holla, and this holla, is always like, totally, this is great. He doesn't, yeah, that guy never says, excuse me, sir, are you okay? He's always, put it down. Like he immediately pulls the gun out every chance he gets because he, the he guy wants who it to be the Wild The guy pants into his boots. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, goal, the guy who has the the, the, the gun in his boot and you know, the gun on his back. And you know what would be great you know, like is sleeve. if he has to show up to, to a thing and that guy is the one he has to shoot and he's not acting like himself at all. And yeah. he's just like, you know, he's like, he's like, he's like, Bob, oh, fuck. And he knows this dude yeah, will kill yeah, people. Yeah. And, and he's like, hey, and he, got, he has to gun him down. And like, that's like proof. Yeah, because like something is going uh, on. Like there are people who do Uber part time, and there are people who do Uber full time. Yeah, I want to see the full time guy. Like, what is his fucking job? Like, yeah. how do you, how, how does he view the world? I think I think your part time guy should be your main character. Oh no, I yeah. agree. Yeah. No, part time. Yeah, you need yeah. to fill in his shoes. Yeah, more. yeah, because yeah, yeah. the because the whole part that's most fascinating is him having a day job, and this is part time thing. But when he goes to like a place late at night and he's telling stories with anyone else, have. At least one character be that full time guy. We're like, I don't fuck with that guy. <laughs> like, he's, yeah. like, he's something wrong with him. He's like that guy. Yeah, <laughs> that guy does not do it like we do. But yeah, I I think that you've created an exciting little world to explore there because it's an interesting. Yeah. It's an idea of you know it has all the best parts of a cop crime thriller, but also mm-hmm. having the average guy who's thrown into it and conspiracies and you know. But I like, and, and yeah. I would and I would also like pretty much recommend. I mean, you brought up the idea of. of like kind of like an anti-libertarian slant i wouldn't go so broad with it oh yeah um talk about like one issue one issue and i don't even think the real issue is is gun control Mm -hmm. so much as it's that for the eyes of like are are normal people responsible enough intelligent enough and capable enough to realize their own situation when not not even to shoot but to realize any any system that complex or that large like, what does it take to actually monitor can, it? Like, can you compartmentalize it yeah. like that? You know what and I mean? I've never it's... really done a story of, like, 10-year sci-fi. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, that's like not ne- near future. F- yeah, far-reaching. But I'm like, what's something that you can... Because you could do, like, a handful of, like, oh, phones are better. Yeah. But, like, what's something you don't <laughs> see like happening her, like but might her. happen? Yeah. That's what I mean, like, with taxis. Like, 10 years ago, people in New York City, like, you were like, oh, no, you're just going to get in a stranger's car. You just do it on your phone and... Oh, it's like a taxi? No, no, no. It's like some dude. It's, it's literally like a taxi. Car. It's like a taxi. But it's, but it's a regular But car. it's just some guy. No, it's his car, and he just comes pick you up. And they're like, wait, what? Like, they wouldn't pick that up. Or even phones. But, like, well, if, if yes, you, they if, would. If, that's if fully, why the if, service yeah. works. If, if you fully explained how it worked, people would be like, that's a great idea. Because yeah. it is. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. No. It works great. This, my idea. The Uber for guns. It's not going to work. Not going to get. I think it's, I think it's a great idea though. I think mm-hmm. I think you should. Yeah. That's a story, man. Cool. There's so many places you could go with that. I would love to see an outline from and you, I but write, I don't yeah. think I ever will. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'll try. You, no, uh, the whole thing is I think yeah. th- w- one, especially because it's a detective novel, mm-hmm. you need to know where you're going. You need a roadmap. You need clues. You need red herrings. You need. You need an outline. Okay. This one you need an outline because yeah. in detective novels, 
the plot is the thing. It might not be the next. I'll try. And, dude, and you, the you, next two weeks, you're gonna even have a situation where he's he, he goes against the rules and starts investigating this. He's gonna go to someone's house, you know, or their apartment, yeah. knock on it, and they haven't been. And he asks like the person, "Oh, they haven't been, they haven't paid their rent in you know two weeks, and they're." They're they're gone and it's just like oh you know do you know them oh yeah I'm a friend of theirs can you just let me in I'm waiting for them to arrive he lets them in so then he just starts investigating inside someone's apartment but then you don't see this happen but then the person who owns the apartment who's a bad guy calls the Uber gun on him because there's yeah. someone in my house and suddenly it's like you know mm. coming face to face with someone else. But he would get it because he would be the closest operative. Yeah, his phone would buzz. <laughs> no, that's the thing. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah, that's great. Yeah, yeah, then he's like whoever sent this is trying to kill me. So he realizes. This is some fucked. Yeah, no, yeah, Dude, yeah. What would be great is yeah. or, uh, I, I keep thinking of like movie scenes from other films where I'm like, this would be perfect for this. Like uh, Sean Penn in The Game. Yeah. You remember mm-hmm. when he's like yeah, crying yeah. in the streets like, no, man, they got me. I paid him the twice as much, three <laughs> times as <laughs> They wouldn't let me out, <laughs> man. <laughs> yeah. There's so many ways you could go to have like these great character moments where he's like, I don't even know what's going on. And they're yeah, like, yeah. It's, fun, it's so fucked, man. Yeah. But it would be so that's a, It sounds yeah. exciting. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm in. Yeah. But he would be like, guys, do you think this is a bad idea? And everyone would be like, no, it works. It's, 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 well, it's just it's what we do is not a bad idea. You poke in your nose where it doesn't belong. Yeah. That's where you get in trouble and you get your license revoked. So it's don't like, fucking do keep that. Keep your head down. You're not. You're protected by law to do you, this. this. You're not, not culpable. This is, this is yeah. not your job. Like. We have yeah. police. We just do mm-hmm. this. This yeah. is the thing. That Let we the do. police handle the crime. You just take care of the situation that you're hired but to I, do. But what about like one guy who thinks he's a cop? Like the one guy who is always like thinks he's a Vietnam veteran. He's the one who should go nuts. And, and well, he can like, go nuts. It, that's the, that's but he can word. get to him and be like, yeah. And he just opens his van. He's got like investigation equipment and everything <laughs> and an assault rifle. Yeah. You know, like something that's like I don't think we're permitted to have that. He, like, kicks, he like, kicks open I, the, the secret almost, shed almost, he's got, and there's and I there's a big think the poster full, with with the full time guy though would almost be like there's the, there's a difference. The, the mo- I'm just saying the most of the thing you're like yeah. he should be the paragon of the thing the you're trying to make apathetic. fun of. But there's also where he's like oh yeah no man I don't give a shit. But the idea is you would have an old like an older guy who maybe was a private investigator, but that doesn't really exist anymore because yeah. there's just people with guns hanging around. He's, he's, like, just, he's, so he's like, in the old days, we used to take uh, pictures of uh, yeah. wives blowing uh, blowing other okay. dudes. Now we just shoot them. Yeah, this is way easier. Yeah. <laughs> I think I could just shoot that dude. What's great is, is you've got a great opportunity for a bunch of different slang here. You're like, oh, oh what, yeah. what'd you do today? Oh, man, I got... A couple got, of jimmies. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, what are jimmies? <laughs> exactly. And then you get to explain what jimmies are. Yeah. Oh. They could say even words like perp, just even though that's yeah. kind of cop lingo, but yeah. the perpetrator who was doing this I, crime I, that I stopped. I almost say you know? the... Uh, dip, like, Go as far away from cop lingo as well, possible. Well, I was thinking more euphemism. Like they call themselves operators, and that that's why thing, that, yeah. that's what makes me think of like, looper. Oh, how, you many, know? Like, how, many like, oh, how many calls? How many calls you get, you get, you get today? It would be heavily euphemism for people who were just doing this as a job and trying not to think about their extra moonlighting. And then was like, I, kind of like, or, or even like, how many calls you get lifers. today? How yeah. many hangups? Yeah, mm-hmm. or like the Maltese Falcon, like. But with no one knowing what they're doing, <laughs> so it's like a detective story. But he doesn't. Oh, he's an about idiot. Yeah, he doesn't even so know he's what he's like, investigating. He's yeah. googling shit like fingerprints. <laughs> how to? Yeah, googling yeah. how to take fingerprints. You know, like yeah. that, like that low tech investigatory stuff. Yeah. That I would eat that shit up for breakfast. That is like or some like Weibo. He goes on Weibo and he's like, "How do I get fingerprints?" <laughs> or or even um. Yahoo. Yahoo. Or, no, sorry, I was I was gonna say uh, like uh, there's a term for when you show up too late. And somebody's already been killed. 
And you're like, oh, well, the situation resolved itself. And, but, yeah, like, but, you, you but you still, but you still get paid, but it's a, it's a smaller amount, right? And you're like, yeah. and, and one guy's like, I do that shit all day. Like, yeah. I because I, I listen ahead, you know, and make sure like, the shit's already gone down. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he's already the guy's already killed the girl in the class. The one, well, the one dude. And yeah, and then you got the one dude who's, oh, who's vowed uh, never to remove his gun from his holster, even uh, though he's legally able to do it. The whole thing is, I like the idea of of keeping it like having it telephone centric, where it's like voicemail. Yeah. Like, How many voicemails you get today? You're like, oh, just four. Four yeah. voicemails. That would be and that's great. where, like, you show up and it's already over. But, like, they would just be desensitized to... And then you gotta get like it's like because it's called rate your operator. He's like, I fucking busted in. I killed this this yeah. this 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 asshole ex husband. He was about to, he had a knife to her throat. I shot him. Walked out of there. She said thank you. Fucking two star rating. What the fuck? What <laughs> am I supposed to do? And then when I, she brought in the complaint, she said there's blood on the carpet. Yeah. Fuck you. Bitch. <laughs> like, would be, like, like, they'd be showing each other. It would be like Call of Duty videos. They would have like music. oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. They'd be like, they're like oh let me show you this one. Let me show you the montage video I got. That sounds a lot like Strange Days. Did you guys see Strange Days? No, I haven't seen it. Damn it. Uh, (laughs) Strange Days, uh, the guy sells black market uh, experiences. So you put this thing on your head and anything you go and do, it's recorded and somebody can put it on their head and experience it not only through your eyes but you feel the same emotions and sensations Mm. that they feel. So well, like terrifying. He's selling black market versions of those, which is like people robbing liquor stores, shooting people. Like like uh, mm. one guy's like uh, like <laughs> you you don't you don't know the context going into the scene, but in the scene there's a guy like standing in the middle of like an empty restaurant, rubbing himself like on, <laughs> on his chest. He's like, oh yeah yeah, and then the dealer I guess takes it off his head. And he's like, see that? And that you were just a 16 year old girl taking a shower. Like imagine what else you could do. <laughs> like that's it and it's like this is fucking crazy but then but then that's the new technology that's the emerging technology the plot of that movie is that somebody's giving out murder ones that seem to be connected ah. and one of the dealers is like who the fuck is doing this and then it's like somebody he knows like that gets killed it's it's good like so so cool. that that sounds right up i might mm-hmm. watch that it's yeah, good man I... starts ray fines should we just oh, have I'm, I'm aboard another night where we just do movie nights? <laughs> Maybe. I'd be down. Yeah. I mean, just as friends. We're not friends. Oh. <laughs> the, <laughs> that makes me... That, I know you were making a joke, but that legitimately that hurt, hurt me. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, yeah. I took a pause where like, my brain was like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what you guys oh, think. <laughs> it's, it's funny to hurt my feelings. Yeah. I understand oh, now. I get so, <laughs> I get so. I've studied humans for long enough to understand this. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, as from, I appreciate the help, though, guys. That sounds like a good. Oh, yeah, oh dude, no, please, keep going. Yeah, yeah, we're, yeah, I'm all about that. Like, that's and a great place to start. Work and Renaissance Fair. Uh, maybe two weeks from now, I could have an outline. You gonna be the guy that gets tomatoes thrown at them? I'm gonna if, be. If you want to come in, a blacksmith. Whenever, yeah, yeah. I, I will. T- I will sit down and help you. Cool, dude. You got. You gotta have. Uh, one of the operators has to go stop a fight at a Renaissance fair. He's like, and he's bragging about, dude, it was like going back in time. It was fucking sweet. Like, I, had I picked gun. up a. F- yeah, I, was, yeah. I did it with the fucking sword. sword. <laughs> 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 yeah. Got his own sword away from him. What's Pat and What do they call it? Uh, I hoisted him on his own baton. That was fucking crazy. <laughs> like, are you not entertained? <laughs> what was Pat Oswalt's character from Reno when he would be the D? Oh, and I he'd forget. Be in full armor. I forget. And he'd be like, "You can't get me." And he's like, "Yeah, I cut his head off." <laughs> anyway, uh, so yeah, plus you, three you, armor. Yeah. What have you been running into? Uh, as for me, it's more it's it's larger scope stuff about the story. So, I'm I'm stuck on kind of what to do with the human culture. As far as their actual culture, like I know what they technology wise, 
I know that what Malcolm, what makes Malcolm uncomfortable about them is that he's gotten used to this kind of almost feudal Japanese style culture with the Wilvicks, mm-hmm. where where people are very stern and kind of hands off, um, but but have a very martial culture. So that but they, they're very close, but like emotions are expressed through quiet moments, you know, mm-hmm. and where or, or through just any social rhetoric right right very small very small things and, so and irish catholic yeah i mean yeah. specifically i think yeah. more japanese yeah. and um because irish catholic they get drunk and they like <laughs> that all comes out yeah it's exactly like, it's, it's never no, i love you by the way yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, hate, I hate you i hate you less than your brother yeah, it's, it's stuff like that it's, yeah. it's very passive aggressive oh, i hate your brother yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like yeah your sister dresses like a slut but at least you wear pants like, At least you wear pants. You brought whiskey. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I, I always hated you. <laughs> You're only half as ugly as your father. Oh, thanks. So I know that the human culture is much more open and lusty in the sense that they're very physical and, like, you know, take their shirts off and, like, hang on each other and, and slap Let, each other on the there's back. There's less private space. Yes. Yeah. And, and they're much more open with talking about their feelings. And, and, like, you know, people will cry and things like that openly. Mm-hmm. Sort of like America versus Japan, like a little more louder, a little more. Uh... Would the Wilvicks be cleaner yeah. than the humans? Oh. Wilvick settlements? No. Okay, the humans bathe more. I think that's a good thing to start with. The humans bathe more because they have to. Wilvicks just shed. You okay. know, and like, I mean, Ma- Malcolm. Like... Malcolm, when he gets there, I think he should like stink. Oh yeah, right. Like he, yeah. like he hasn't had a bath in like a month. Mm-hmm. So. Or longer, even you know, mm-hmm. he's like he's like wiped himself off with a cloth and water, but it's not like the humans are like what? If, like this kid, somebody needs to remove In this fact, kid from these people. I'm, I'm yeah. almost th- I'm almost thinking like Roman, like there are communal baths and yeah. a oh, big yeah. thing. Oh, that's and, a great idea. Yeah, yeah. I really yeah. like that. I almost think like go go with some Greek culture. Go with like but less less fucking. Like I, I just I, I don't want a lot of fucking because I want this to be more all ages. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I think about sex, they probably get private. Like, uh, like for sex, they should probably be more like Europe, present day Europe, where it's like, yeah, I mean, people do it, but you know, shut up. Yeah, It's like, oh yeah. yeah, no, everyone does it. No one cares. Yeah, yeah exactly. <clears throat> the people over there. It's it's between you no and whoever else. Right. Yeah. Fades to black. <laughs> That's it. Train goes into the tunnel. Train reverses. <laughs> Are you at the end of the book? <laughs> yeah, at the end of the book, the train yeah. goes into the tunnel. It's just a, it's a metaphor for sex, everyone. It's a metaphor for coming of age. It's not. It's a metaphor not, for coming. That's not what I wanted to be. Oh, I thought the whole book was. I thought train, it is. I thought it is a metaphor for coming tunnel, of age. Loads a whole bunch of army. Into this is me the... ejaculating my ideas onto the page. <laughs> yeah. So here you go. You're welcome. You can wash your hands. But what? But what about the human culture? Was was tricky for you? I think it's it's establishing a tone for it because I like I said I've got um, okay. So another thing is there that I put a lot of thought into that I haven't found a good way to balance with the the way I want Malcolm to feel about this culture is their religion and the one that that turns people into living aspects of spiritualism mm-hmm. uh, ideals. So they they become a so like the king is a younger guy who his father was a previous king. Okay. He died. He was King Courage. And he never got along with his father until he became the aspect of fire for his people. And his father wasn't going to respect him until he became an aspect. Then once he got his father's respect, what he had to do to become an aspect, he, he hated his father for it. Like absolutely hated it. And now Malcolm becomes the aspect as a way for the priesthood to kind of save face. They grant Malcolm the aspect of the beast because he learned to fight from – 
from an animal, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, are all the aspects always taken up? Are there always some? No, no. There's, there, there's. I, I wrote. I have a whole list of like twenty of them, and only like six of them are filled. Okay, you know, that's. I'm saying that's good. Okay, and but, and and you can almost like that's almost a great half a page of like. Oh, they're not always. They don't always walk the earth. Mm-hmm. You know, they make. They make. They they choose when to come down to fulfill. You know the the deeds they need to do. And I'm unsure if Malcolm should kill somebody. He should <laughs> in, this, in this book. He should because I, I'm thinking he does. My original thought was he accidentally gets caught up in this fight and and gets emotional and kills a guy. In his world, that's you can't do you that. You can't. But in this world, they're like, oh, you did it. Great job. Or not even or not even great job. Is this like a street fight or is this like an in the arena? In the arena. Okay. Oh, they're just I like, mean, oh, that happens sometimes. Make yeah. sure this guy. Well, he, yeah. Give him a big old hug, and he's just like, "What? You're not mad? I don't understand." Because the Wilvix, but they're, been they're like, "Like that, this is right? hey, this is a fair fight." He went in the ring knowing this was a possibility, so yeah. Well, specifically, like, that's what was supposed to happen. Okay, so so yeah. the the scene currently, th- this may change, is that he wins a fight outright, and then this guy comes in who's like an old warrior, and is like, "Uh, come on, like this is horse shit. Let me show you," and like tries to embarrass Malcolm, but he's scaring Malcolm. As he's doing it, and Malcolm's like, "Whoa, no, 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 no! Like you can't like this is this is way like a, too scary." Like a cornered animal now, yeah, now. like a cornered animal. And Malcolm does a move and decapitates him. Oof! And before he turns around and sees what he did, Kilvin just runs in and grabs him, and pulls him out. And Malcolm's like, "Did I?" He's like, "Don't worry about it. <laughs> you do not. You don't have to." The fight's over. Right, right. Fight's over. Whereas, whereas the thing is, like the the humans are like, "What? <laughs> oh, crap! <laughs> it, this it, kid is the." Right. Whereas, if, whereas if you did that, because because previously there's a tournament in that he's involved with in the Wilvix culture. It's they're blunted weapons mm-hmm. and they're just doing it to to show their technique. So mm-hmm. if this had happened there, everybody would he would be shamed forever. Mm-hmm. But Kilvin's like, no, this is good. Like this this is what I you we I I brought you here so this would happen. Mm-hmm. Like so that you could scare that him. would even show his Kilvin's disdain for Malcolm, right? Because. Kilvin wouldn't the Wilbecks wouldn't kill each other, but he's like, You're you're a beast, you're a man. Go well, kill even, one I, of I your think fellow. He, I think he cares about Malcolm, but he's like I still need you to be the thing you need yeah. to be. Right. He's like he's like, You can fuck these people up. These people are terrible. Yeah. He's like, they're not they're <laughs> not us. They're not, you know. Yeah. The, the, wouldn't the, even the Wilbecks call themselves people because everyone calls themselves people. Weird. I think they call them pigs. Yeah. Because pig. they taste like pigs. Long pig, yeah. I doubt they've killed many humans. <laughs> <laughs> only because in, if if you uh, in, in the book at least mm-hmm. the idea was that the humans are kind of a military power, so they 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 move in groups. You know what I mean? They yeah. fight. Oh, in, they're pack hunters. Yeah, they fight in groups, and and the Wilviks very much keep to themselves and send out one or two people to 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 fight or to kill or to scout or things like that. Um, so, but they keep their losses small because they never send out a, a group. Of exactly, and nobody knows where their village is. So that's one of the one of the biggest things is that they are able to kill people who come looking for it, but they capture Malcolm because he's just a kid and they try to interrogate him and that's why he's in this mess to begin with. Well, it's not why he's in, yeah. sorry, that's not why he's in this mess, but that's a thing that happens to him that puts him into a bigger mess. The the thing I remember we were talking a while back about the human culture mm-hmm. and the thing that I really liked the idea of was that you said that human culture could almost represent like grown up culture mm-hmm. to a kid. So it's like it's alien to him because he's in a weird place and there's weird rules and it's a weird culture that he's not used to but also the things that they are open with are things that are very adult 
like drinking or okay. fighting or oh, and, you know. and and kids are allowed to do all that stuff in right this but this yeah. this whole culture is is sort of like um, i don't want to say like neverland but definitely like that's a really good comparison that's a great idea yeah you see what i mean where it's just like we're it's like it's like being one of the lost boys yeah like. it's like it's there's consequences but if if the lost boys were allowed to grow up and procreate and it wasn't just boys but it was like a they whole, do you know, whatever in those books well, they, they, they okay. totally do <laughs> i'm not familiar with the original books but just the idea that if if a if a civilization came out of that right rules would be different but there would be rules there'd be you know levels of respect there'd be like okay you can't kill anybody unless there's like this going on or you know whatever certain crimes you know mm-hmm. there's still crime but you the crimes are punished but people kind of have a mutual respect a sort of a grown-up respect for one another even among the children mm-hmm. so if it's something like even the kids act more adult in certain respects but because of the Lost Boy scenario, they're also less mature in other respects. I'm also unsure of how to deal with the fact that there are humans. Oh, sorry, I know how to deal with the fact there are humans. I'm unsure how Malcolm is going to deal with it when he finds out that this isn't well, sorry. an alien planet or whatever. Well, well, no that that um that humans do live on this planet because because he sees the moon and he's like, this isn't Earth. Like right. this isn't my Earth. You know, like what's going on here? And then he eventually finds out that humans exist, and he's like. What like you know, like the, what, what's going on here? Because as I have it right now in the second chapter, it's like he's exhausted and he's wandering through the woods and he hasn't eaten and he's like aliens. Okay, it was probably aliens. This they, makes sense to I, my. I, life. I'm I'm I. They took me and they put me here and this is what happened. And then you know in another one he's like, okay, I was probably I probably fell asleep and then I got I have an unknown disease. So they froze me in a time capsule. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, yeah, and, sure, and then that's great. Thing, yeah, and yeah. Then it just keeps going like that. So so he's like, so this is you know, and there's talking. Things that look kind of like foxes are they? So so clearly this is, this is an alien planet. I'm, I'm on a planet. Maybe I passed out and this is a dream. You know? well, your... that, I deal with that first. That's yeah, his yeah. first thing. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that easy for your brain to understand something that's completely alien than something that's kind of like what you have uncanny valley? Yeah, 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 yeah. So I, I think uh, I'm unsure of how when it gets revealed that there are people. I think I'm going to reveal it early, like because that's why they're interrogating him. No, we know there's others like you, right? But they'll they'll hold back on that for a while. Like, what are you doing here? Who sent you? Yeah. You know, this and that. And, and Malcolm doesn't make the connection that they're not acting as though he's an alien. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Right, right. He's acting like they're an alien, but they're, they're like, we, you know, he's not making that connection yet. Especially if he's, if he, if he just like, if this seals the deal that he is the alien on this planet, it's like, look, I come from another planet. <laughs> that's <laughs> like, well, that's great. And they're that's like, great, what are yeah. you talking about? He's like, you know, like in the sky, there's other, I have, I'm from a place that orbits another star. Uh, our moon looks very different. You yeah. Know, it, yeah. It's, it's, um, and they're like, you, this goddamn human's lost his mind. Yeah. <laughs> this kid, but then, but no then, wonder they turn him away. But then the, the questions that he answers, they're like, Oh, I right, right. Th- this is very strange. So he, but that makes him even more strange to them, right? Like he's not just a standard human. That would be child. really interesting if they inter- if 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 Kilvin brings him to the gates and then uh, the aspect of fury lets him through and then is like, I come from a different planet. And he has to like explain that what stars are, <laughs> and they and they just <laughs> no, laugh. No. Well, they no. just laugh. So the whole at thing him. is okay. And they then explain what their mythology. Like they're like, All what right. are you talking so about? Then, Those are just holes in the sky. Yeah. <laughs> but the whole thing is. I think if he if he starts that's I think that's a really good idea is that if Kilvin brings him to the the humans and they're like and they're like whoa kid where are you from he's like I'm not from here I'm from a distant place called Earth <laughs> yeah called Earth and he has to like explain and they're like, like what are you talking and about and then someone's like your own planet's called dirt <laughs> like, yeah, something like that <laughs> and, and there and and that would be great and he's like yeah I come from a different planet I don't know how I got here but in my world there are big cities and they're like bigger than this and he's like. 
oh my god, way bigger than that. <laughs> like we have buildings that are a mile high. Like it, not where I lived, but they they exist. And they're like, you know, he has to try to explain what a mile is, and he's like, has a hard time even connecting with them on that level. Bragging. But just explaining the stars, but like, no, they're really far away from each other. They're, they're like they're just the sun, only yeah, far away. Your, your sun is just a star, and it's really far away. And they're like, it's right there. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. If I could climb a mountain high, and if I could grab it, yes, yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> like, what was the the, the Greek or the Greek or uh, uh, scientist, whatever was he? He he estimated the size of the sun was like uh, like a. And how far away it was, he estimated it was like maybe like a hundred miles away. It was like the size of like a bus or some shit. Like oh, I can't no. remember exactly. It was it was one of the earliest. Yeah. It was one of the earliest ideas of how big is the Earth, how big is the Sun, and he, he speculated that it was ridiculously small. But for from their point of view, it was right. like you know yeah. he did the math. He it was only he <laughs> it only was, had, it was bad. He only, he but only he did had the, the reference point of Earth things on the surface of the earth right, right, so he yeah. was trying to get a reference point of like how big is the sun compared to where we are and i think it's about this big and it it seems to go around us and if it's going around us it's probably like you know any reference it's like it's smaller than the size of a mountain basically i'm wondering because you know? i'm wondering how far away that was from aristophanes who did who, who found out probably exact, after <laughs> yeah, the exact <laughs> size of the earth right in right. 500 bc I tell that to my and, he, and he must have been like well that's very large yeah, the Earth is quite is so much bigger than the Sun. <laughs> <laughs> really, yeah. what it would have been? Yeah. It's true. Yeah, because yeah. he probably would have believed that. No, the Sun would have been like, no, yeah, they taught me that in school. I got, mm-hmm. but I tell that to my students all the time. Like the guy who he had a stick, a string, and the Sun, and he got the uh, circumference of the Earth within like six inches or mm-hmm. something. Uh, I I think it was like yeah. six decimal places. Or oh, like six whatever, or whatever. It was. But I'm like, oh, you can't do fractions. This guy had a stick. <laughs> <laughs> this guy had a stick and a shadow. And, yeah. like, and that was it. And he figured out the earth. Aristophanes. So you can do mixed numbers. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I think, I think that's a good way of, of kind of showcasing the differences between the human culture. Mm-hmm. And also, that would explain and, a lot about how he views and where also, he is right. and how these, he talks to them. These are great moments for comedy and they're great moments for characterization and they're great moments for you to like Malcolm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is I really need you more moments of like to make Malcolm. me like Malcolm because it, it is great for a kid to be like, oh, I'm the one who's going to talk to aliens now. Okay, uh, <laughs> you know, like, this is, like, I come in peace. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I prepared my whole life for this. Yeah. <laughs> like, what would you know about our society that you could explain to aliens? Like, right? Oh, yeah, what, almost what's funny, almost nothing. You know? I'm 30. What could I describe in depth? I think way more than you're going to give yourself credit for. Yeah, no, totally. But still, like. What would you? Even there would definitely with? be a point where we're like, "Well, how does that happen?" And you'd be like, "I, I you know, I don't know. Yeah. I, I'm, I don't. That's not my I job. D- I don't know how I got here. Presumably, some third party." Yeah. So now we're going to try the bad story trailers part of the podcast, where we roll the dice and find out three genres of story, and we're going to try to turn them into a film. And we and we give ourselves creative license to mix and blend and leave out the genres. More mm-hmm. of a guideline, yeah, yeah. than rules. Goid, Just potential goid inspiration. Goid. I'm going to let you guys roll. All right. Number one. All right. What's our first genre? 46. Counterfactual history. All right. Mm. It's a, uh, I didn't did we almost write a movie about that once? That's very did interesting. We? Lunacy? Okay. <laughs> that is counterfactual. Oh, good Lord. I forgot about that. Okay. <laughs> it says, referred to as virtual history. It is a recent form of historiography, which attempts to answer what-if questions known as counterfactuals. It seeks to explore history and historical incidents by means of extrapolating a timeline which certain key historical events did not happen 
or had an outcome which was different from that which did, in fact, occur. The purpose of this exercise is to ascertain the relative importance of the event, incident, or person of the counterfactual hypothesis. Fuck yes. Okay. So, I mean, like... Technically the, alternate history. Yeah, yeah it's I alternate know. history. That's right. what it sounds like. Okay. Uh, okay. Next one. Yeah, Doug, you roll. Doug or not. I'll do it right here in front of me so Doug I can read it. Doug or not. Do I, Doug? Six. Six. Girls with guns. <laughs> oh, we did that. We got to re-roll. Yeah, yeah. yeah. re-roll. Yeah. We'll, we'll pick it. Something less specific. 99. Ooh. Ooh. Police drama. Okay. All right. Counterfactual police. Like, these, um, these stories revolve around a crime that has been committed and must be solved by the end of the story following a very generic and usually unchanging structure of events. The crime is committed, witnesses are questioned, an arrest occurs, and then a judicial conclusion wraps it up. Not quite as dramatic or action-oriented as the Dick Tracy style of detective show. Law and order. Like the uh, Yiddish Policeman's Union or whatever. <laughs> I haven't heard of that. Oh, it's um, – about instead of setting up Israel after World War II, all the Jews are moved to Alaska. Huh. Yeah. And that's the like the jumping off point. And that might have been a more <coughs> fair way of doing it instead of – after listening to the, the Dan Carlin Hardcore Her- Her- oh, yeah. History about – Oh, like, the British? Yeah, the British just were like, hey, um, get out of Israel for no reason. Like we know you weren't involved in this conflict, yeah. but get out. <laughs> they had a map and they just drew a line. They're like, eh, here you go. All right, number three. We have 11. 11. Tall Tale. Ooh. We finally got Tall Tale. That is a humorous story with blatant exaggeration. Swaggering heroes who do the impossible with nonchalance. Chalance. I like nonchalance. It. Instantly. I like it a lot. Well, I like it. So what do we got? We got uh, the Tall Tale. We got oh. Tall Tale, counterfactual <coughs> history, and police drama. Okay. So what if police drama involving Tall Tales? So what if Paul Bunyan was a vampire? <laughs> and then police had to hunt him down. What if um, it's somebody's – okay. <laughs> I think lunacy. Somebody's telling the story of the best policeman ever, but he doesn't understand history. <laughs> okay, yes. Um, it's basically it's like the like plot a, of lunacy. I mean like – Well, I was, okay. I was thinking like if someone goes back and changes – like because everyone says, oh, if you go time, back in time, you got to kill cut. Hitler. Time you you got to go back in time and you kill Hitler. What if somebody actually went back in time and killed Hitler and the earth is like way worse off because of it? So the police say was like, "Who went back in time to kill Hitler?" And we, you know, like, and now we have to go back in time and save Hitler. How, how's it a tall tale? Does the, I don't know. Yeah, I almost think a, Hitler is a tall tale. We don't. We don't need all three. What if? Okay. What if it's like? Uh, if, what if, if they're if in they a don't bar? Know, they don't know why their 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 world's so shitty, and they're like, they killed this guy, man, and he was supposed to be the worst guy ever. And they all tell their stories about Hitler is the tall tale. Yeah, Hitler's a tall tale, and they all tell stories about Hitler that are so fucking wacky. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you're saying we got the best version of Hitler he out was of ten, all the universes? He was 10 feet tall. Yeah. Like he, was, he experimented with werewolves. That yeah. hurts. <laughs> <laughs> Man. And they're all in a bar. Like, they're police in a bar after what the, the, what the Where does the police come in? So that's 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 alternate history with, with – uh, They have to try to figure out who did it mm-hmm. and, and how to fix it, right? But how could you ever? That, that's like us. Then you need time travel. But, yeah. then, but then it's like it's Isn't like time travel caused the problem, right? But but time, what if time travel caused a problem in our reality, where it's like, what if fucking uh, Franz Ferdinand wasn't supposed to die, but someone killed him, you know? And then it's like, so that person went back in time, killed Franz Ferdinand, and that's that's the reason why World War One happened, and all these fucking people died. So now we discover that okay, so that here, dude was a time travel. The, the, the way to not have a, to me again. There's a crime. They question witnesses. Uh, they arrest, and then there's a judicial okay, conclusion. I have the idea. Well, I think German, the, al- German. the alternative history thing, yeah. we don't need to make reference that they know things are wrong. Here was, here Here's was my, my idea. Oh, yeah, what was, were you going to say? German police 
questioning a guy for killing a kid. He's like, no, listen, this kid is going to be Hitler. It's going to fuck everything <laughs> up. And he tells this tale of World War II, and they're like, that's a tall yeah, tale. You're full of shit. So like, he's being questioned, and the cops are just like, you killed a kid. He's like, no, no, no. Listen, this kid was going to do this, 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 and this. You know, this, this is almost, that that is like a Twilight Zone episode where you just say like, you know, uh, yeah. Germany like eighteen whatever, yeah. and it's right. and it's like, sir, you're on trial for the murder of an innocent child. And everyone's like, oh my goodness, oh how is yeah, so yeah. terrible? And then finally, when he gets on the witness stand, the end of it, he's just like, it was Hitler. He was Adolf Hitler, and I'm from the future, and I'm telling yeah. you, he was going to grow up, and every, and then he just gets executed. That's that's fucking Twilight Zone. So that's your tall tale. I like that. Least drama. My 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 thought was, and I, I like that yeah. too. My thought was. These guys uh, realized that somebody went back in time and killed this guy, and they all knew that he was supposed to be a big deal because somebody came from the future to kill him, and mm-hmm. it, it, it was kind of obvious when it happened. But but they were like, okay, well, paradoxes can't exist, so they must have set up a contingency to make sure that they would still go back to the past and kill him even after this 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 world pulled off. We need to figure out who that's going to be, what their plan is, and and stop them from doing it. That so who's idea. the next Hitler? No. Who who's so, the so, okay. contingency remember, plan that they set up when they traveled back in time right. so to you, go back in time and kill Hitler again? You know how Bill and Ted were like, uh, oh, man, the keys aren't in here. You know what we should do? Yeah. We should go back to the past, hide the keys there, you know, in there, and then we'll just – after we unlock this door with the keys that are now be in there, we'll go back to the past and tell ourselves to hide the keys in there. So mm-hmm. it's, a, it, it's, a, it's a closed loop. Mm-hmm. So if you were going to kill Hitler and make it matter – and these people are living in this universe. They're like, okay, there can't be a paradox. Or you'd else have, this to, you'd have to trick someone from the past into doing it and have it, have them always do it. Right. So they're like, what's what's the – how is somebody going to go do it? Who is it going to be so that the loop continues? Like so that so this will be the present regardless. But that's kind of impossible then because then you go, no. go back in time in the first place. It's not impossible. Because like you could you could set up a time capsule. You know what I mean? Like, like, yeah. a, like, a, like a bank statement, a, a bunch of trusts. You know, and money is going to come through the ages. So, where does the tall tale go in for that? That they they're like, who is this Hitler guy? You know, and then uh, and and so the guy one, who's so going to do words, it is like, oh, words, the letter said it's like this, and then yeah. you go to the past, the flashback, and it's like Hitler's breathing fire. And so the um, so so in other words, you're talking about the contingency plan is to make sure it happens, even when it doesn't happen. He has to send a letter to the future by burying it somewhere like in a time capsule because he knows that in the future time travel will exist and this letter has to get to the people and who are going to be doing time travel. he has to explain how bad it is and that's what the tall tale is. Yeah. So hmm. that, that was just an idea. Mm-hmm. That, it, Max's mm-hmm. idea is I like too. I like Max's idea just because it is the, the procedural. Yeah. yeah. And like that is then the framework. Yeah. Like Doug said, it's, it's, it's kind of a framework. bottle episode. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, any movie should be, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, the idea that the, uh, if it was if it was an episode of Twilight Zone, you would just be hearing about this horrible guy who murdered a child, and the twist is that in the end, he's like, "I've saved the world. I just killed Hitler," mm-hmm. and you're like, "I have mixed feelings now." You know, so it's like, you know, how do you plead? There, and he's like, "Guilty. I yeah, I did it." There yeah. was a car commercial where they did that recently, where they so killed a car Hitler? commercial. Yeah, did you remember? Did you guys? No, know? that's oh, a great. Car- no, 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 no. That wasn't a real. It wasn't a real car commercial. It was. Uh, you're talking about where Hitler came to the to our present. It was a student project about make a car commercial. That's what yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> No, 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 no. It's not about the Hitler campaign. It was about, it was about it's airbags like, or something. No, no. Like, they're, they're, it was about seatbelts or airbags or something. It was about a safety feature in a car that determined threats before you got to them. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so so they're, they're driving this car in like rural Austria. Yeah. And, and there's kids getting out of the way like, what the hell is this yeah. thing? And then you see a kid like pushing a, a, a hoop with oh, a Oh, this stick. is a different thing that I'm talking about. Yeah. You, keep going, yeah. And yeah. the car just runs him over. <laughs> and then you see the mom like drop her things and goes, hey, dude. 
and then it says, and, and then it says like, uh, uh, Mercedes uh, discovers threats before they become a problem. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm talking about like I'm talking about a comedy skit where it's like it was I'll, co- I'll link to that in the show notes. Yeah, there, there's there's funny. a there's a comedy skit where a woman's driving a car and it's like talking about like uh, automatic braking or whatever. And it's like at first it shows a woman driving. And she, like, looks away for a second. She looks up. There's a person, like, in front of the car, like, that was crossing the street. She hits them, mm-hmm. and then it's, like, it freezes. So it's, like, ah, that person died. And it's, like, but what if she had the, you know, the pre-breaking detection system? And it rewinds, and she's driving, does the exact same thing. And you see a little computer go beep, beep, beep. And it detects someone walking across the street. So it reaches to a stop. And she, goes, oh. she looks up, and she sees the person. She's, like, oh, my gosh. You know, like, uh, whatever. Then you see the person, and it's Hitler in a trench coat. And he's got a book that says, like, how the Allies won World War II. <laughs> and, then, and then he runs across the street, and he gets gets into a cardboard box that just has the word time machine written on it and marker and he's like goodbye and she's like no boom it goes back to the past and uh then hitler wins the war i'm gonna have to see this sounds like why do these both have the same premise i don't know but it's it's a reverse where where it's it's like you know what don't get that thing because maybe you need to maybe maybe this was supposed to happen but um (laughs) both those sound great yeah but that was like it was clear comedy skit it wasn't a commercial but um anyway but uh but you know, because everybody talks about you got to go back in time to kill Hitler. What if the movie was just that happens? Not Inglorious Bastards did that, yeah. But that's kind of the joke. What if? Okay, it's our world, and somebody just killed somebody, and they're like, "This guy was the next and Hitler." Oh, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and they're like, "They're like, this was the next Hitler." So he's got to tell the tall tale of how I'm, bad this guy was. I'm from the future. Yeah, this is what happens in the future. Okay. Dude, dude, I like dude, that. dude, 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 dude. I like that, that. The thing that's yeah. great about that is because. The person telling the story, you don't know if he's for real or not, and you right. can't prove it. But that's his defense. Like when he goes on, and that's the whole procedural. Like, part I'm, of I'm it. pleading guilty. Like we, I, we, I, I, I'll take it. I'm, I'm sacrificing. I, yeah. And for some people, the greater and, good. Yeah, and some people are like, "Dude, you are insane." He's like, "I'm not insane." And it's like because you can't disprove that he's he, he's clearly <clears throat> yeah. sane. He clears every polygraph. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. And in, but, and in everything, and everything he's. Like, and when they're like, "Well, what does he do when he grows up that makes him so bad?" And that's the tall tale. Like, mm-hmm. like it sounds so crazy. You're like, wait he's a like, minute, this is a paradox. This is a grandfather paradox because if you killed him, now you're not going to grow up to yeah. go back in time to kill him. He's like, "It's okay, I already took care of it." Yeah, he's I like set up a contingency. The best thing and I, I like, like about your idea I, is we don't have to do Prussian accents. <laughs> well, also, also that, yeah. that the other thing is that that's a very that's a contemporary film. Yeah, you know that we, I don't think we have we done a contemporary film. Yet? I don't. Well, yeah, we did. We did the one about girls with guns, right? No, that <laughs> with Madge, where she's like, uh, oh yeah, no, I, I oh, thought yeah, that was yeah. near future because she's got the she's able to predict the corporate warfare and shit. Like that, was, I thought that was near future. No, I think that was present. Oh, I like I like this idea. No, yeah, yeah. this is I'm I'm yeah. digging it. It's because again, it's like and you said the Twilight also, episode. I was like. We no, get to make our film. That we get to make it. our own monster, which I really like. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And that's the tall tale is like how crazy stuff he does. You what know? if? What if they're like, no, that doesn't sound so bad. He's like, no. <laughs> He's like, people die. Like yeah. a lot of people's like, a lot of people die now. And he's like, a lot of people die. <laughs> so like, so it's it, almost like was it Family Guy when like Genghis Khan? What was the um, what was that other Sean Penn movie where he plays the guy in jail for a crime and he's like trying to? They're convinced that it's a split personality. But no one believes it. Son of Sam? No, 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 no. It's like... <laughs> Dead Man Walking? No. <laughs> oh, wait, no, no. Is it Sean Penn or Edward Norton? Uh, oh, that's a really good one. Uh, that's with Richard Gere. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, primal Fear. Yes. that's what, Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like Primal oh, Fear where it's like... That's the third time this has been brought up this week. Primal Fear? Yeah. It's like... I haven't seen it. In the, the, but the idea like, being like, you don't know if this guy is for real or not. And that's part of the police procedural drama. So, so what's... Okay, so what do we call it? The next Hitler? You can call it the next Hitler. <laughs> no, that's it's too on the nose. See, I struck gold last week, so I'm going to let you guys Yeah, you chance. did. 
Um, Future Hitler is is a fun name for a film. Yeah. This, the tone's not right, though. No, it's not. Uh, and you can't give the the plot like because yeah. the whole thing hinges on the reveal. Yeah, paradox is is a good word to throw in there. Um, what about uh? Yeah, I no, but I because they're as a contingency plan. I, I something I about don't... a crime, like <laughs> a, a passionate crime or a, or a calcul cold calculated uh, crime that was. I mean, he's murdering a young person. A preventive crime. Like maybe, maybe not a baby, um, but he's murdering like a young man, like who's got kicked out of art school or something. Yeah. You know, that's uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's why he hated the Jews. Yes. Oh, a clear, presumed guilty. No, a clear conscience. I like that. Is there a movie called The Clear Conscience? Already? I have no I'm, idea. I'm just gonna check. Okay. I'm gonna check something about, but like he's presumed like. The, the the presumption of this guy being guilty, he's maybe being guilty, but he also presumed that the bad guy is going to be guilty. How about the right side of history? The right side of history? That's not bad. The rise and fall of history? Well, because people always say uh, – like, He's like, during, he's like during, yeah, but I'm on the right side of history. During yeah. debates, they're like, yeah. they're like, you want to be on the right side of history. And this dude came back and in his mind pointed to a heroic Which is, thing. by the way, mm-hmm. a really bullshit thing to say. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, you'll thank me later. The opposite of that is, I'll pray for you. Well, because people will say, uh, like, leaders who are evil will say, history history will exonerate my actions. Yeah, Like, yeah. history will, will be the... the well, that, and that totally depends on if you win or not. Although, yeah. uh, I, I, I think and the better version... And this, I think this the hero version... is going to be saying that. Like, the hero who... who the, 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 the supposed hero who killed an innocent person is going to be saying, history is going to prove me right, because it's going to be fine now. Like, everything's going to be fine. And, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. there's no way to prove that. Yeah, a clear conscience was a 1976 TV. Oh, sorry, it was an episode of a TV. Series. Look up uh, Right Side of History. And there's a short film. I, there's got to there's there's be result, but it just says genre, biography, drama, history, and that's it. No, all right, we're doing that one then. The Right Side of History. Yeah. Okay. All right. So that's our. Film. I think, and I think the main character should be his defense lawyer. Yeah, that would be great. And he's yeah. just talking to him like, and it's just he's like, and I'm he's not, convincing no, this no. guy. And, and the whole thing is when he's like, when I take the stand, I'm just going to say I'm guilty. I'm not going to tell them anything. And he's like, no, he's Why? like, I'm going to tell him the truth. Or, and, no, I, I almost, and, and he goes, I want you to hire a psychologist. Prove that I'm sane. Prove that I'm sane. I, but I almost think he doesn't even want to – like why even bother going through it? I was like, I'm going to tell you what the deal is. And when I go up there, I'm just going to be like, I'm guilty. Well, I think the lawyer will just do it, right? Because yeah. he's like, I don't need a lawyer. I don't care. Like, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm just I, – I, I, And I he's like, this. why don't you care? And then he tells him the story. Or like, if well, the lawyer is like, I'm going to save your life. They're going to kill you, but I'm at least going to save your life. I'm going to have someone come in and he's like, confirm, confirm that you're insane. And he's like, I'll tell the truth. I don't give a shit. And you're, you're going to think I'm insane, but I'm going to prove – I'm not. you're going to see I'm not insane. So the l- lawyer tries to prove that this man is insane because he yes. believes he's insane. Yeah. And then everything is like – it's probably past the polygraph. Psychoanalyst, he believes yeah, – at least yeah. he, he believes everything he's saying, but – Yeah, that's fucking cool, man. Yeah, yeah. called it The Right Side of History. Yeah. That's our film, The Right Side of History. Listen, you gotta be honest with me if I'm gonna defend you. I'm telling the truth. Isn't that what your polygraph says? This may be the hardest case I've ever had. Klein is a John Doe and <laughs> claims he's from the future. You murdered a child! They're gonna fry you! You know what that means? That get through to you? I know exactly what it means. It was worth it. Well, because this kid was the next Hitler? Worse. Hitler lost. I don't know why I care so much. He just... He seems so certain. You're telling me he's sane? Well, put plainly, he's the best liar I've ever seen. You're certain? The only other alternative is that he's actually who he claims to be. That's impossible. 
You're the lawyer. It's your job to prove that, not mine. Right, but when you killed him, he was still an innocent child. We agree on that, don't we? We do. I only had one shot, so I took it. And I'm prepared to face the consequences. How are you just going to throw your life away? Do you know what 12 billion dead looks like? Come on, you can't bury that many people. We couldn't. Now we don't have to. Thank you, everyone, for listening to Bad Storytellers, now presented by Nerdy Show. If you like what you heard, please rate and review us on iTunes, like and follow us on SoundCloud and Audioboom, or subscribe and stream us from Google Play. I've been your host, Josh LaForge, and I'd like to thank my writing group again, Doug Banks, Liam Malone, and Max Wessel. Now remember, as listener-supported entertainment, we rely on you to keep this and other shows on the Nerdy Show Network alive by telling a friend or funding the network via Patreon. Any size contribution gets you exclusive outtakes, episodes, and images from across the network, and there's even more perks available. Just head to patreon.com slash nerdyshow to find out how you or your company can underwrite this or other Nerdy Show programming. Visit nerdyshow.com slash sponsorships. For more podcasts, articles, community forums, and other awesomeness, visit nerdyshow.com. And be sure to follow Nerdy Show and Bad Storytellers on all your favorite social networks. If it's geeky, we've got it covered. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 